Flower Film Country. I'm Isaac Sims. <laughs> I'm Olivia Clement. And I'm Walter Lyle. And we're here <laughs> live together. together. We're all in the same room right now. This is the first <laughs> time in history ever. Yeah. Ever. Ever. For our podcast. And it'll probably be a long time until we do it again. <laughs> yeah. Probably another five years. So Yeah. But fun. this is this is fun. This, this is be fun. We can look and see each other's facial reactions in real time. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. We've yeah. been looking forward to this for a long time. Yes. Yeah. It would be a lot easier if Olivia did not live five hours away. Pin yeah. <laughs> it all on Olivia. I right? usually do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fair. <laughs> so, yeah. This, What's new? I'm just used to that. You know, right, it's just my life. Right, so, right. it's fine. Let's do a quick beverage check. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. What are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking some good old classic water. Yeah. yeah. From the tap or from or, the fridge? Yeah. From, I got oh, I, fridge water only. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're I'm, at, just, I'm too we're, bougie for her. We're at tap. my house in my office upstairs um, around the table that I did homework at when I was a uh, a young lad. Oh, I don't know. That's cute. Yeah. That's very cute. So it's really rough looking. But... <laughs> Isaac, Isaac and Olivia have, have very normal height chairs at this table. <laughs> they, they put me in a rocking chair that's like way too low. It's not oh. a rocking chair. It's a glider. I am. Well, I am gliding way too low right now. <laughs> Just hit my knee on the bottom. Like are, you, said, are you gliding they, too close to the sun? Hey, like I had any decision. This is yeah. not my house. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna sit there, but I forgot to put it at the head of the table. So. Oh well, that's okay. Wow. I'm yeah. only a little bit mad. Yeah. It's so. On a scale of one to ten, how mad? <laughs> I'm at nine. So okay, just a little bit. Just a little, I, I, I'm, I'm a resting eight. Okay. So Going back okay. to the beverage check. Oh, yeah. What oh, are yeah. we, uh, me and Olivia are drinking three second gin and tonics. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're actually double fisting it, one with gin and tonic and then one with water. Yep. So. The yin and yang. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the two genders. <laughs> but we. This is our top 10 episode of the year. Top 10. Yeah. I am so excited. We, I, I was telling them I've been, I've been producing this podcast for over a year. When did y'all start the podcast though? We started in May, May April of 20, 20, okay. yeah, 2020. So okay. next year's season three, three. Well, we don't really do seasons. Yeah. I think it would be, could be cool to do seasons. Maybe. We'll talk um, about it later. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it later. But yeah, next year is technically year four, which is interesting. Mm. So nice. Yeah. 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 So, so first in-person episode ever. Did you ever do well, one before? We did. Okay. We, we did. did Loki. Yeah. Recap. Isaac came to OKC and we recorded Loki. Okay. In my bedroom. Back okay. when Disney so. plus Marvel shows were exciting. Like actually like <laughs> yeah. something people wanted to watch. Because yeah. it was like, it was the third Disney Plus Marvel show? Second. I think it was second it next to one. Well, I don't Falcon remember. Soldier? No, it doesn't I matter. Think, yeah, it was whatever. Flat Popcorn Winter Soldier and then Loki or whatever. It, so. But that was like ages ago. Mm-hmm. So was that mm-hmm. the last time I saw you in person? It's possible. I don't know. I feel like I haven't seen you since. I feel like it, that might be the last that time. That was, yeah. So that was well over a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And this is the first time in... 27 years that I've seen Olivia. I know, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Walter goes, you're taller than I was expecting. <laughs> I was like, and then I was like, I was like, oh, Olivia, I like your shoes. I just, 
I never knew what kind of <laughs> shoes you would wear. So I've never seen it. Was, it was a mystery. Yeah, it was a mystery whether or not I wore shoes. It was a mystery if you were real. That's fair. I also didn't know if you were real, so yeah. but yeah. you are. Um yeah, unfortunately very real. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you wanna talk about that later? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that. Later. Oh yeah, you're a therapist. You're making a list right. of right. so many things that we're gonna talk about later. <laughs> Okay, great. Cool. Whether, whether they wore shoes. <laughs> the last year when we did our recap episode, you had a soft, like, yeah, I, list of 10, right? Um, I didn't, I think I had five only. Yeah. Um, because we had four people on, the, on that episode and I didn't want it to go too long. And, yeah. I, and I, I'd only started with y'all like a few months prior. Yeah. And so I wasn't like focused on movies and stuff yeah, sure so sure uh, my list is better this year okay. but it's still not gonna we'll talk about it we'll talk about well, it yeah we'll get to the list yeah. I, well i'm very interested to talk about um to talk about our uh, in this episode because i have a central thesis that i haven't like shared with you partially because i want this to be an interesting episode um but my main my main like like conceit or whatever of this year in movies is that this year, pound for pound was not as good as last year for mm-hmm. movies overall. And that this year was a better year for TV than movies. Yeah. Okay. So that I'm just throwing that out there mm-hmm. uh, because I have, I have my TV list and then I have my um, movie list. Oh, you're so, so, that's what I'm saying. What, 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 what the no, 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 Sorry. I was just, I'll, I'll, I'll just kind of. <laughs> what? This is not me pulling oh. the carpet out from under you. This is me showing you This is me showing you that I got a new carpet. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that thank was, you. Was thank good. you. All right. I'm, I'm getting good with metaphors. Yeah. This is Isaac just gaslighting us. Like, like oh, I'm not pulling the carpet out. You guys are overreacting. Yeah. You're acting crazy. You guys right are acting now. crazy. Yeah. Walter, this is what we get for letting Isaac back on. That's really what this it is. Back <laughs> Yeah, because we did the, oh, right. the yeah. Black Panther episode without we really, you. We really considered kicking you off after we did that. I'm right. interested to see if Black Panther's on either one of y'all's lists, because it's not on mine. Spoiler, it's not. Wow. Um, <laughs> oh, it's not on mine. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I I did like it. Yeah. Okay. I, I liked the episode, and I liked the movie, too. Okay. So. Okay. Which one did you cool. like better? Yeah, it's a good that's question. Episode. Okay, sure. Yeah, I was gonna say hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. I do like it. Is Vengeance on one of y'all's top tens? I don't, okay, I'm, I'm I'm done getting spoilers. Okay. Well, okay. Are we just should we just should we dive right in? We, <laughs> okay, let's dive right. <laughs> in. All right, let's dive right in. About yeah. seven minutes in, let's do yeah. it. Okay. Let, should we start bad. with ten and work our way to one? Yeah. Um, mine are in no particular order. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Um, are y'all's in descending order? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and also before we get into it, I so last year when I did mine, I had not. <laughs> I couldn't think of 10 movies that I like that came out last year mm-hmm. that I had also seen. And so I did, oh, I did five. So I just picked five movies that I saw in 2021 for the first time mm-hmm. and, and liked. I'm doing something similar this year because I still did not see <laughs> 10 movies that came out in 2022. I six of, six of the ones on my list did come out in 2022. Four of them, I think, and four of them did not. But they're still like top movies that I saw this year. Okay. okay. That's fair. Is that no, okay? Yeah. Well, in the past, we've done like our very first year, I think we did one where we it's like did... anything we watched yeah. that year. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like that's because yeah. that's what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's okay. great. Because yeah. I feel like you and I might just do 2022 movies. Right? I did mostly 2022 okay. movies. Um, there were a few on my list that technically came out last year, mm-hmm. but 
they didn't release either in the U.S. until 2022, ah. or they didn't come to OKC until this gotcha. year. So I, I I am with you on that. I have one on my list that's like that, that falls into that okay. category. So okay. and I feel like it's fair because like in even in Oklahoma, I think is a bigger market, or Oklahoma City is a bigger market for film releases than Central yeah. Arkansas. Yeah, but we still like I think the movie. If I think we're thinking of the same one. Didn't come out. Mm-hmm. It was technically a 21 release, but mm-hmm. it didn't come out until here until mm-hmm. like January of this year mm-hmm. yeah. or February or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I think so. But we'll so, get into it. Yeah. But yeah, OKC, I think, has a larger market because there's this budding film industry that's happening there right now, which yeah. is oh. pretty cool. And more yeah. Yeah. There's also more people. But yeah, there's like, so um, across from what is now Paycom. Arena, um, which is formerly Chesapeake Arena, which is formerly the Ford Center, <laughs> which doesn't matter to anyone unless you're from Oklahoma. Like that's the only thing that matters. Hey, local knowledge. I love that's, there you yeah, go. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's Our right. Oklahoma listeners are like. So no. I, I still we feel so refer to uh, I still refer to it sometimes as the Ford Center, which it has been the Ford Center in a very long time. Gotcha. But anyway, so right across to that is the Cox Communication Center, which has now been con- like it, it was basically like an arena as well, but that has now been. Con- converted into like this giant sound stage mm. so like wow. lots of people are like making movies there that's really so, cool yeah and it is nice. really cool so. should we dive right in <laughs> let's dive right in. in let's dive right in let's, let's dive, dive right in. in all right um do you want to start with your well since well no not me how about start. since you don't have an order yeah olivia will start and then we'll just work our way around that sounds good to me great let's do that all right number 10 on my list is cha-cha real smooth all right that was a movie that came out on Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus or whatever. And it was just, it was just a really fun movie, but also it's a coming of age movie. You Did you see Isaac? I did. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it was something that I, I don't know. I always love a good coming of age. So mm-hmm. I don't know how much we want to talk about these movies. I guess we probably should have talked about that before. <laughs> I think, before we, should I think we, should, we should go with the vibe of however we're feeling okay great yeah yeah i so, was you did say you did say if this uh, i don't care if this episode is three hours long yeah i'm just excited three hours would be sure. really long but i'm down to talk about things as yeah. well. I, I would let, like do whatever you want to do but also keep in mind that we have 30 movies to talk about tonight sure that's fair yeah. that's fair well there anyway. i think there will be some overlap sure there, between, there will be maybe. yeah who's um, the same i uh, cha-cha real smooth is number 20 on my list okay um, do you, wait, hold on. Do you rank your movies every year? Yes. Okay. But if I really don't like something, I don't put it on the list. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But actually, that's not really true. I don't know. I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk about it when I get. The main thing, but also I just lied. No, I think I think everything that came out in 2020, I put on a list. But I also haven't seen as many 2020, 2020. releases as I saw 2021 releases. Yeah. So my 2021 pure 2021 list from last year, like, is a lot longer. I only okay. have, like, 27 things that I saw. Do you know what year it is? So. You keep saying 2020. Oh, 22. <laughs> sorry. I was like, what is happening? Sorry. Okay, sorry. I'm Real Smooth is... Did you see... Have you seen Shit House? No, but I want to. My brother loves Shit House, okay. and he told me that I remind him of Cooper Rafe. Okay. And I was like, okay. And then I saw the movie, and I was like... He, he's like, well, it's, no, he. I don't have anything against Cooper Rafe. Or I wasn't like, oh, that's an insult. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, I don't feel like that's me, but I kind of get it. Yeah. But I don't know. Do you think I, I'm like Cooper Rafe? I don't know if you're like, like that him, you look like him. Yeah, like, 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 like,
I don't think he is look alike. Yeah, y'all yeah. nothing alike. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like I know enough about him to be like, yeah, you yeah. remind me of him. So he, have you seen, have you seen like many Duplass brothers movies? Because like they, they're kind of like working with him and getting him going. Oh yeah, like they, they produced that, didn't and they? they? And they produced Shit House. Okay. So, um, and I like, I love the Duplass brothers. Or yeah. I, I like them. I've seen, I think Mark speak at a conference at. Uh, UCA. Oh yeah, I remember you talking super, about that. Like, I, I I love his sensibility because he's very like focused on independent film. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Cha Cha Real Smooth is really sweet. I just have a problem. Like, I feel like he, when you direct and write yourself to star in a movie, and then you're like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get together with like Dakota Johnson. Sure. I feel like he wasn't as hard on himself as he should have been. That's really my only critique okay. of the yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. No, I think that's fair. So I thought it was really sweet. I thought I think like he loves his mom. You know, yeah, it's great. It's it was really sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's a good coming of age. So I definitely recommend that. But we're not in. We're not in a hurry. What, did, what else did you like about it? Oh, I just. I mean, we have thirty <laughs> movies to go through. So yeah. I, was, yeah. I was. We're just trying to find, strike a good balance here. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, don't try to extend it, Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> No, well, I'm not. I'm just like I was just giving you the floor if you wanted to like talk about it some more. No, I appreciate it. Um, no, what's that's it, all I what's had it to... about? Should we give that's a synopsis? That's a great question. All quick. right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great, great question. Obviously, um, it's a quote from. So it is about a young man who works at a bar mitzvah party, or as a bar mitzvah party host, who strikes up a friendship with a mother and her autistic daughter. So the mother is Dakota Johnson, uh, and so he his younger brother is in the same class as Dakota Johnson's daughter, and so they become pretty close. And it, I don't I don't know how else to describe it without giving it away, like talking about like spoiling it. Yeah. So it's a it's an Apple movie. Um, mm-hmm. It's good. It's yeah. sweet. Yeah. Um, Forest Green, but uh, bigger. Machine that's Bonnie Bear and Aaron Dessner is in a yeah. love scene and it's really great. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? Do you like Bonnie Bear? No. <laughs> I do not. Big sad. What can I say? <laughs> uh, my number ten is. Hold on a second. My number ten is the Batman, and the synopsis of the nice. Batman is that. He's crazy, and then at the end, <laughs> he starts to realize his true purpose as Batman. That's so. number nine on my list. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Is so. Batman on your list? Batman is on my list. Nice. nice. Where's it at for you? Uh, oh, you didn't rank yeah, them. Never mind. You know, I'm so as, sorry. As, as we say that, are I'm you kind of ranking them? I'm, 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 kinda, I'm like as. <laughs> As y'all said, I'm like, I'm trying to like. I should be ranking these. I'm sneakily going, I'm sneakily going to my dance on my laptop here, like putting numbers next to, next to each one. But then, like, I got distracted from the conversation because I got so focused. I'm like, where does the, the Batman like it's on my list? Yeah. I don't know where it is exactly on my list yet, but it is on my list. Was it uh, when we were talking with Colin and Shelby, and Shelby said that the trailer for the Batman came out on her birthday? And, I, I and Colin was watching the trailer like <laughs> yes, every three yeah, minutes. Yeah. I think they were talking about like what they yeah. were gonna do for her birthday dinner or something like that. And yeah. he he was watching it. And she's like, "Are you watching it again?" Because like, he had like watched it a lot. In the yeah. Way. <laughs> uh, the Batman. I'm uh, the the rest of my list. I'd like really really love. Um, and, but I I I love the Batman. I, yeah. I I love the vision of Gotham. I love the way that Matt Reeves is kind of making this like grounded version of like 
like like this person is insane that he dresses up this way. Mm-hmm. He's like not well. I love Robert Pattinson's performance. He's like not okay. <laughs> like right. He's playing yeah. it that right. way. Um, and I just love so many things about this, like visually. Um, and it's yeah, it's taking Batman in a new mm-hmm. direction. I think it's great. Yeah. So. We've got emo Batman. I do love the the scene, the car chase scene where the car that Penguin is in has flipped, yep. and there's that really menacing and like you oh, see it in the trailer, and yep. it's so like oh, it's like powerful. you just yeah, it's really powerful. Like he's just walking, and then my favorite part is like how just drastically goofy it becomes because yes. he, he just pokes yes. his head down, and <laughs> he's like, "It's me, Batman." It's the it's the perfect. Did we do a Batman episode? We did. Yeah, with crazy. Uh, so much has happened this yeah, year. We did a that lot. was March. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, it feels like this year has been like three years long. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, yeah, I just, I love that. I love that aspect of it's like, this guy is insane. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, and it is this, cause the second time I saw it, I laughed whenever he like, just like pokes his head down. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm taking you in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it, it was a really good combination of like, being really serious and, and just a really like well-made movie, but also being like comic book goofy. Yeah. yeah. I remember sitting in the theater thinking like, this is very comic booky. Yeah. Um, e- even as like, it's well, a, it's a crime movie. It's, it's like it's, a crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a crime noir movie and it's not comic booking in like the, like in the pulp way, but it's mm-hmm. kind of looking in like the classic dark, uh, Batman graphic novel way. Yeah. yeah like like mm-hmm. my, my dad, shout out to my dad. Cause he listens to every episode, Craig, shout out again. Uh, but he, uh, when he was in college collected a ton of, of comic books and mm-hmm. graphic novels, and there's still a box of them at their house. And he had several, uh, of Batman graphic novels mm-hmm. that like you read through and it's like, there's like gore. There's like mm-hmm. all kinds of like, it's very dark. And so I've been watching the Robert Pattinson one. I'm like, that's what this feels like. Yeah. 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 So where I, is it on your list? I say now I've done ranking. <laughs> so I have a number nine. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. Nice. All right. So that was my number nine. Nice. Do we want to go to your number nine? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Or do we, I got to give mine. I have a oh, you haven't gotten your yeah, 10. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just a producer. I'm sorry. And I know I just now ranked mine. I, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah, you should. I'm going to go back to Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I just got here. I just got here. <laughs> so number 10 for me. And I think, um, let me do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really good at Walter is typing on his keyboard furiously. I was trying to remember if this movie actually did come out this year, but it did not. This movie came out in September of 2021, uh, but Malignant. James Wan's oh, nice. Malignant. Yeah. And yeah, Isaac gave me a, a quizzical look for just a second. I literally you... just looked at you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read That's two just his into face, it. Walter. <laughs> you, need to be, you need to be less sensitive about like, if you know how I feel about something, you need to just buckle down and like not let it like, because I'm not going to shame you. Like you're going to bring it up. Did you, just, did you just tell him not to be to be less sensitive? Is that yes. what you? Wow! Wow! Did you just invalidate his feelings? No. Well, the thing is, the thing is, like, if if I if Walter and I talked about something and I'm like, I don't really like that that much. It's like. It's like Walter starts his defense with like, Isaac doesn't like this, but so all I'm saying is okay, that you don't you know need what? to start your defense. All right, all right. That's fair. That is fair. Do you not like this movie? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before we yeah, talk no, about I the think I'll give, I'll give Walter I, yeah. I 
do that with everybody and everything. Yeah, you're not special. I, I am constantly. No, I'm not saying I'm special. I'm saying this is an area you could grow in. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Dad. You're not Craig. Yeah, you're not Craig. You just you, you made my real dad who's listening to this episode right now very upset by trying to take his job. That's my job. <laughs> That's my dad. Uh, I well, I don't know what I was gonna say. Oh no, do it with everybody. Like I'm, I'm always yeah, yeah, like yeah, overthinking yeah. into what. Like I'm trying to get ahead of what somebody's about to say. Because you said like when you watch movies with that you really like with Morgan, you'll be looking at her kind of to see if she's Constantly. enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just heard Blazing Saddles the other night, yeah. and she did not. Yeah, <laughs> she never once looked in my direction yeah. <laughs> during that movie. Um, anyway, Malignant. We actually watched this at um, our movie night with our friends uh, a couple months ago. I think it was like a month ago. Okay. Or, no, no, it was a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you had seen it already, mm-hmm. and so this, that was your second time seeing it. I'm a big fan of The Conjuring and Insidious. Uh, first two Insidious movies, and those are all James Wan movies. So I knew that I'm like, well, if it's James Wan directing horror, good chance I'm going to like it. Except for Saw. And, uh, <laughs> hey, do you want to watch Saw? <laughs> I don't want to watch, watch, watch Saw. We should watch Saw. <laughs> I still think we should watch Saw because apparently it's not as bad as people say it is. I, or it's I'm not as bad as it makes it out. I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't believe you for a second. I'll watch um, it on my own. But I... I've, and I've always said this. I love movies that have a lot of style, especially if it's like if I can, you can tell to direct like a director's mm-hmm. style in the movie. And like this had James Wan all over it, at least until the third act <laughs> when the movie just gets turned on its head. Um, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody's watching it, but it kind of turns into a different genre in the third act of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it really took me for a loop. But again, had a lot of style and. Uh, I'm a sucker for good lighting. The lighting is fantastic throughout. Good camera movement, cinematography, which I'm a sucker for. And I rate movies based on how much I enjoy them, not necessarily on how like like good they. Does sure. that make sense? Like yeah, no, that makes sense. If I enjoy the movie, I enjoy the movie. Right. So um, that's why Malignant is number ten on mine. Nice, nice. Yeah. You Batman was ten or nine for me. Right, but you. I haven't seen Malignant. Nope. Probably, and I have won't. zero desire to watch it. Yeah, it's not, it's not super gory, but yeah, it's you probably won't like it. No. It's probably mm-hmm. not your movie. It's not my movie. That's okay. I yeah. respect James Wan, though. I think he's, he's great. He's fantastic. Yeah. 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 yeah, good for him. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and then your nine was Batman. 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 What's um, nine for you? My number nine is Top Gun Maverick. Okay. That's also Top on Gun my list. Maverick. I have that on my list. What more can be said from the this trio? <laughs> this is I, I, I had texted in the group chat earlier that like I had an idea for this episode where at the end we also we all like we should all give what we thought our best episode was of the year. Mm-hmm. And mine it I think our best episode of the year is Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah, I think though so too. it took us like twenty there's like if, okay, if you're listening to this episode, you haven't listened to Top Gun Maverick, and you want to listen to us talk about Top Gun Maverick, listen to that episode, but skip the first 20 minutes <laughs> where we talk about anything but Top Gun Maverick. I, I'm kind of, I, I'd be interested to look at our stats, because I bet that's our most popular episode from this year. I don't know if you've looked. Either But either it probably that, could have been like... Or Spider-Man. Which, no, that came out that last, last year. year. Yeah, um, yeah. But it could have been like tenfold if we had like gotten straight to the point. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like I, t- I was listening to it again the other day. I could not believe how much time we wasted at the beginning, and how n- none of us were like, "Hey guys, let's get it. let's talk about the movie." I don't know what. Like we were, we were in the danger zone. I don't know Dude, what was going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was crazy. 
Anyway, Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. We're doing what it again. Said. We're doing it. I think I'm gonna review my list real quick out of all of these the movies I saw in the theater. This, I mean, there. This movie's like we talked about it. An adrenaline rush mm-hmm. in the theater, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of unique from all the other movies I saw in theaters. But it wasn't my favorite. Like my number one is my favorite theatrical right, right. like experience. So, but yeah, this is. I hope I want this movie to be nominated for best picture. I want Tom Cruise to be nominated for best actor. I want him to win. I would be fine if this went all the way in one best picture because yeah. what this movie did for movies this year was massive. Yeah, like that. Like this movie it can't be understated. This year, this year, like would would have been even would have been just a te- like a horrible, terrible year for movies, yeah. business wise. Mm-hmm. If it, if it just didn't exist or went on went to Paramount Plus or something right. like that. So, um, man, how disappointing would it have been for that to go straight to streaming? It would have that uh, they would have never let that happen. I don't think. Not Tom Cruise wouldn't have let it happen. No, no, no. Well, and it's interesting too, like business wise. Just thinking about, you know, a movie like, did you see Black Adam? Nope. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you went to see it with the guys yeah. or not, but it's did interesting you? because no, I didn't. Okay. Um, and I don't plan on it unless we want, unless we're just no, like no wasting time one night yeah, yeah, or whatever. But um, it's interesting because like The Rock had like a lot of, a lot of influence on that movie and like mm-hmm. that movie and like respectfully to, to him, like. Dwayne the Rock Johnson had been like developing that for like years, and I didn't know that it was like a decade mm-hmm. or something yeah. crazy. And I was like, respect to them, like everyone involved and stuff. But like the like control, I feel like hyper control can only be like, it, like you should never, you should never um, okay an artist for being like obsessive and like like eighty takes, like Fincher, Kubrick, or whatever, right. Um, unless you are respectful to like the performer and to the crew and all that, which apparently Kubrick was, I like learned that this year, but also like if the end product is something like eyes wide shut or something like Top Gun Maverick, where the producer, someone involved is like, no, this has to be seen in a theater Mm -hmm. or like, no, like this story will not be the same in the case of Kubrick because he was, you know, famously obsessive about details and that kind of thing. And it's just interesting because like if you get a celebrity or someone who's like less artistically focused, you get something like black Adam. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's all I'm trying to say mm-hmm. with just in terms of like, I'm glad Tom Cruise was obsessive about it because sure. it was, yeah, the, it was like, we got Top Gun the number one yeah. movie of yeah. this year. So yeah. anyway, that's all yeah. I'm yeah. trying to say. No, yeah. I think that's fair. I mean, it, it's such a fun movie. It's such a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I watched it in IMAX with a bunch of friends and we left afterwards. It was so much fun. And then I rewatched it at a friend's house and I watched it with my friend and her parents and uh, her parents hadn't seen it yet. And the, at the end of it, they were like, now that is a good movie. <laughs> that is like, like a movie. That is, yeah. To me, it, it feels, feels like, like a like movie. A movie. Like the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, um, I can't wait till we get to talk about that on my list. I wax poetic. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wax poetic about it, but yeah, whatever. What, what other thoughts do you guys have on Top Gun Maverick? Or have we already? Yeah, we've covered. I, it I mean, yeah, like I said, we did a whole episode on it. It was, in my opinion, one of our best ones of the year. Yeah. Uh, even with the. Can you insert the Top Gun Maverick music like right here? Yeah, we can. I went to the danger okay. <laughs> And I'm also, I'm not going to take up the part where we talk about doing it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, 
Uh, Walter, you're number nine. Do you need to rearrange something? No, it's okay. <laughs> it's on, it's on your list. <laughs> uh, Batman was my number nine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Olivia, number eight. All right, number eight for me was Drive My Car, which is Drive my car. A, a foreign film. And hold on, I'm pulling it up on uh, IMDb. So it is, I don't want to say what country it's from and be wrong. I'm looking it up. Okay, great. So while you're doing that, Jap- I'm going to... It's Japanese. Okay, yeah, it's, it's Japanese. Yeah. That's what I thought, but I didn't want to be wrong. So the synopsis of this is a renowned stage actor and director learns to cope with his wife's unexpected passing when he receives an offer to direct a production of Uncle Vanya in Hiroshima. So it's it's really about grief and how to wrestle with that and process that. And I think it's just a really well-made movie. Yeah. Uh, so did you see it, Isaac? I did. I saw it at the okay. end of last year which is crazy to think about because i think like an hour after i finished it or like maybe minutes after i finished it i left to go uh to christmas to christmas like okay. travel for uh, okay. to, see, to yeah. see family but it's a really good movie yeah it was really good really really sad really sad, <laughs> really sad. yeah yeah if you Goodness are looking gracious. for a feel good this is not it but if you're looking to cry this this is the one for you're you. looking to reflect on, on your life and right um, yeah and what what meaning is mm-hmm. and all that stuff. This is the movie for you. That is the movie yeah. for you. And you know what he does in it? He drives his car. He does drive his car. Damn right he Damn does. Damn right he does. So, um, wouldn't it be really funny if he never drove a car at all? <laughs> oh man, that'd be infuriating. <laughs> You're telling me he drives his car? <laughs> That's my favorite thing to do. Um, what, how did this start? Oh, it it's started shrimp, shrimp fried rice. It's shrimp fried rice. Or, yeah. or, or, no, John Mulaney. It's like... Um, he, he oh, started whatever the, he's talking about uh, iced tea, iced tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you're, you're telling you're me, telling me <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that this guy gets off on touching a little girl yeah yeah iced you tea. work in sex crimes yeah <laughs> you're gonna have to get used to it that's that's my favorite one from this year where it can be applied it's not on my top 10 but i really did love crimes of the future it's my number 12 uh movie of the year mm-hmm. um <laughs> i said uh my letterbox review was you're telling me these crimes were committed in the future <laughs> so anyway okay i'm great yeah. um you're i'm fine it's fine yeah what is happening i don't know i was saying like is it is you it, think it, a depressed person could write that review yeah. <laughs> depressed person. yeah nice all right, all right. Eight. quote um my number eight is the worst person in the world hey that's on my list too nice yeah it? nice i have it hold on where is it at it is number streaming four. On, streaming it's on, on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. yeah. No, I love I love the worst person in the world. I'm interested to hear what you have to say about it. Uh, for yeah. Walter and people who don't know what it yeah. is, it is a um, he's Swedish, right? Yeah, it's a Swedish it's movie. Swedish. Um, Joachim Trier. Um, this stars Renee Rensive and Anders Danielson Lee. Who Anders Danielson Lee has been in other stuff. He was in Bergman Island and Personal Shopper. And he's a doctor in real life. Sure. Like that's the, like wow. he's Wait, a medical doctor and an actor. What? Crazy. Like super, super impressive. This movie's streaming on Hulu. This movie's been phenomenal. This is a coming of age movie in a different way. Like it's more about young adulthood. Yeah. Yeah. Really struck me. Made me weep a couple times. Yeah. Saw this in theaters with Jess. Made me think a lot about our life together. And it is, it is just it's gorgeously filmed. It's perfectly paced. You never feel bored. Um, and it is just heart wrenching. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's like, this is the most human movie about like what it means to love and 
what regret looks like. And man, I just I I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah, no, it's, it's beautiful. It's too. So, it's like it's yeah. like very. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I think you you. I mean, those were all my thoughts about it. It for me. So as a single woman in my late 20s, like it very much like hit home for me of just like of navigating relationships and dating and what that means and what it means to be in a romantic relationship, but also just what it means to figure myself out and like coming to terms with who I am and um, navigating those things. And, and so it's, it's just such a well-made movie. It's, it's so good. I, I don't know. I feel like Isaac said pretty much everything that I could possibly say about it and said it better. Um, Nonsense. Mom sense. Mom sense. I don't know where that's going. <laughs> what is that from? Oh, it's from Boss Burgers. <laughs> Linda says it. <laughs> yeah. She goes, "Is it is it nonsense or mom sense?" And Bob is like, "No, it's nonsense." Um, Lynn, so stop. Lynn, Lynn, please. Oh my God, Lynn. Oh my God. I love that show. Too. Um. Anyway. I'm really sorry. <laughs> back, to, back to the very serious back to the worst person, person in the world. Um, and that making that reference is why I'm the worst person in the world. <laughs> Nonsense. So it's it's a like yeah. If if you haven't seen it, please watch it. It's on Hulu. Uh, I really encourage everyone to watch it. Um, I will say it is there's a there's a lot of nudity. There's a lot of nudity, yes. especially in the scene where there's an incredible scene where she uh, trips on mushrooms. And yeah, it's, it is. It you, I mean, like filmmaking wise and camera movement and like editing and stuff. It is like you're like, how in the world did they, did right. they do this? Yeah, yeah. like okay. just yeah, absolutely bonkers. So there's a lot of nudity. Yeah. So there's cool. a lot of like male nudity, which I was not oh, expecting. Like, I feel yeah. like the Swedes are a lot more comfortable with that. Yeah. 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 I feel like they're a lot more comfortable with a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of heathens. If you're listening from Sweden, we'd love yeah, no, yeah, okay. If you're listening from Sweden, first of all, how do wow. you hear about our podcast? Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, Why? great. That's awesome. Yeah, go listen to Blank Check. Come on. <laughs> the actors so, in this movie do look aggressively Swedish. Yeah. 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 Which I don't think anybody from Sweden does not. Like, if you're from Sweden, it's like, yeah. I you feel like look they like just it. look like white people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but they're also like, they like, just look white. <laughs> they're all like, what are you trying to say? Also, very like attractive. That's yeah, which that's, is yeah. another thing. If you're ugly, you don't you don't live in Sweden. You don't. No, no. absolutely not. So, Walter, what's your number eight? My number eight uh, is one that I did not expect uh, for a movie for me to like. Is a movie I uh, did not want to see for a long time because I didn't think I would like it. It's also not a movie that came out this year, so this is one of mine that break the rules. Ooh, but, <laughs> little women uh love it Greta Gerwig's little women yes. not, the, not the older one with uh Winona Ryder Winona Ryder um although so my wife is a huge little women fan she's she uh she read the book she uh had has seen both of those movies loves mm-hmm. them both for different mm-hmm. reasons and so she didn't want me to watch the Greta Gerwig one for a long time and a couple months ago I finally gave in I was like okay fine let's do it <laughs> And I was enthralled. Yeah, it's <laughs> it so was, good. It's, 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 it's phenomenal. Movie. It, it is so good. And um, for just for, for so many different reasons, uh, again, just as somebody who's into this kind of thing, um, the lighting, the use of lighting and color specifically mm-hmm. 
in this movie is I mean, we've used the word phenomenal a few times already in this episode, and it, it's yeah. phenomenal, yeah. especially because, you know, you're kind of you're kind of flicking back and forth between quote unquote present day mm-hmm. and then like in the past, yeah. you know, when they were a little bit younger and um, the way they use lighting and color to mm-hmm. let you know, because there's no like clear sign yeah, that there's there's no, any, words yeah. that come on the screen that be like three years from now you know like yeah. it's you kind of just have to know and then mm-hmm. just the Greta Gerwig does such a good job of um showing that mm-hmm. um and I mean it's, it's such a timeless classic right story you know right. and so th- there are so many ways to mess it up and uh it was great it did in a weird way so Emma Watson is always we have, my wife and I have the, our celebrity list you know mm-hmm. like the three celebrities that you get a pass sure. for uh, Emma Watson has always held uh, a spot on mine Makes from sense. Harry Potter of course right. I grew up on that wait she was in Harry Potter yeah you didn't oh, know that no I'm just kidding yeah it's like, it's, she yeah, plays Hermione right yeah it was a small part yeah slider <laughs> yeah 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 um, but weirdly, even though she was in this movie, this movie is what bumped her from my list to be replaced by Florence Pugh. Wow. Because mm-hmm. Florence, Florence, Florence Pugh, Pugh was is so electric good. in this movie. Wait, which, okay, hold on. She Sorry. was nominated, right? She um, was nominated. I mean, she she was and, nominated. and uh, Scherzer Ronan were both nominated. Yep. Scherzer so, Ronan, she was also she's incredible. So good. Yeah. yeah. Are we still going to do an episode over Little Women? Little Women pod coming in a week. Probably. Actually, it'll, the Little Women episode be might come out before, before this, this one. Yeah. Oh, excellent. So we haven't recorded so, an episode so over So guys, let us know how you liked the Little Women episode. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We also don't know how we feel about the Little Women episode, but we'll, we will know. Yeah, we'll, in, in, eventually. <laughs> the, I, and I only, I only asked if we were still doing that because I didn't want us to spend, because I will, I love Little Women and I yeah. will talk about it forever. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I could too. So I, yeah, you're, yeah, it's a good point. We do need to save both right. what we talk about for that but yeah just in, in a quick that's what i love a lot about it um just just a good movie and and i'm glad that Sweet. my wife yeah. made me watch it nice. i'll save uh, i'll save my thoughts for the pod then yeah great speaking of greta gerwig have you guys mm-hmm. watched the barbie trailer yet yes y'all, you, y'all two started talking about this right before we started recording and then and then we were like well, hold on don't talk about it yet don't talk about <laughs> to, it yet. to our listeners this is the word we recorded this before little women but it's coming out it's this is our last episode of 20 what the three <laughs> two <laughs> so much has happened this year guys the barbie trailer came out two days ago yeah no i think it came out i think it came out, it came out yesterday because recording on this saturday i think it came out friday yeah the trailer is like 75 percent of the trailer is a 2001 space odyssey reference right and it is i was like Fuck yes <laughs> <laughs> and you can you can bleep that out um it's she, if i don't even know i don't even know i like i was like whatever it is it's gonna be good whatever it is i'm gonna see it yeah. whatever it is is gonna be brilliant she's one of the greatest filmmakers alive um but when I was like, she's, it's just like this plastic thing that's going to be commenting <laughs> so on like, he's so excited. This, this plastic toy, like whatever it's, it, and they smashed the glass dolls in favor for like it's an amazing. actual, actual like doll of a woman instead of a baby. And like what it's going to be commenting on. She was like, I'm going to reference one of the greatest films of all time. Yeah. 
And all right, cool. Let's yeah. do it. Someone, okay. someone on Twitter was like, I really hope that this like bit for the reference to Space Odyssey is just something they did for the trailer. It has nothing to do with the actual movie. That would be hilarious. That would be a amazing. good chance that would happen. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm excited about it. The cast is amazing. I think the costume design, I mean, just from the trailer and what I've seen of like set pics, it looks like it's going to be so good. Yep. So yeah. I'm freaking pumped. So. Um, real one more Greta Gerwig thing. I think I sent it to you guys. Did you all see the rumor that she may be directing two Narnia movies for Netflix? Ooh. You did. You did. Send I have no us. idea if that's true. A bunch of people reacted really negatively to it. Why? Oh, because like religious reasons. I, I don't. Like, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I think. I think Sexist probably because it's reasons. never. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably because it's never been done. So, I I really like the first. The, 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 the Andrew Stanton. Uh, Blind Witch in the Wardrobe. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. it's a good movie. Um, that was good. But uh, yeah, the others were not good. No. Anyway, I have no, no idea if it's true. Netflix does have the rights, though. And they okay. she just they just made... She and Noah Baumbach just made White Noise with Netflix. Man. Which is coming out at the end of this year, which I'm excited to see. Yeah. Um, if, we, anyway. if we got new Narnia and... Well, wait, wait I'm, I know we're getting new Percy Jackson. But it, like, mm-hmm. if we got both of those, like... Like books from my childhood, mm-hmm. yeah. like actually made well. Yeah, yeah. that's very really very exciting. I feel yeah. like Narnia would be, it would digress a lot on like Probably. the Christian symbolism, especially because like she's not Which, a Christian. That and, would be very controversial because the be, whole point it would be of, fascinating though, and I would be, rather it would her make it than someone who's like we gotta you know appease the evangelical. Sure, so, I yeah. It would be fascinating. From an artistic standpoint, not a uh, religious standpoint. I think, well, just like the whole point of, especially language in the wardrobe, is Mm -hmm. like a whole allegory of the gospel. And so I would be curious to see how you could like do that story without having that allegory. You know what I mean? I don't think she, I don't, well, I don't think she would take it out because I think like the, this is getting deep, more deep, but like, I don't think that the like sacrifice is something that's universal. Sure. That's like, I don't know. You could read it either like sacrifice is part of the gospel or the gospel is like the reason that like mm-hmm. a hero sacrificing himself is like even a motif in storytelling. Right. So mm-hmm. like, I don't, yeah. So I'm not worried about her, like, <laughs> stripping it out or for a long time. So we're on seven. But I mean, right? okay, I guess we're done talking about Greta Gerwig. All right. I'm just saying. I'm just fine. saying. We'll have, we'll have the whole little limited episode. I'm you're, right, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Maybe we already did. We already talked about. We've already talked about her so much. Maybe there will be confirmation about Narnia by the time we record that. Well, by the time maybe this episode comes out, because white noise. I don't know. Whatever. No. We, anyway. Yeah. Number seven. <laughs> seven to me. Yes. Yep. All right. Number seven on my list is Knives Out, Glass Onion. So did you see I it? Got to, see I it got to see wow. it at the theater. Wait, when did that come out? So it only did a week long run at the theater, and it was the week of Christmas or not Christmas Thanksgiving. Oh, um, that's why I didn't see it. Which is why a lot of people didn't see it, and it will be on Netflix probably by the time this this episode yeah. comes out. So, um, again, you know, Ryan Johnson directed this. It's I think it's really great. Uh, it's. I think I liked it better than the first one. Okay. And I really, really liked the first one. I love the first one. Uh, yeah, it's it again is just a whodunit, and yeah. it I think it somehow even though this movie I think was actually written a couple of years ago, it still feels very, very much like oh this could have been written two weeks ago. <laughs> like uh-huh. like yeah. it's very yeah. much uh, talking and commenting on kind of just 
our political climate and just like socioeconomic stuff and just certain people in the world who think that they can do whatever they want. And it's commenting on that as well. Does he, I've thought about this and I don't know any of the spoilers. Um, Is Elon Musk kind of lampooned? Like as a figure? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Love it. I do like that. It's great. I'm curious just because you like, because you live where you can see some things a little bit easier than I can. Mm -hmm. What, how many, because one of them I know for sure is probably going to be on your list, but like, I'm just curious how many more are like, I haven't seen a lot of stuff like, like, yeah, like I haven't. Yeah. So I'm just interested to see what else is on your list. I'm um, really excited. There's for glass onion. There's one movie for sure on, on my list that I don't think you've seen. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do, I think what's cool about where I like, again, with OKC being kind of this hub for like it's a new frontier for filmmaking right now mm-hmm. um, is that these different movies are coming to theaters there as a result of that. I think, I don't know that for sure. That is my theory. Um, but like, there are a lot of people at the theater to see this movie and, and it's per it's per screen average was really high. Yeah. It was really yeah, high. Yeah. The only two on my list where it was, there was not very many people um, was the worst person in the world and drive my car. Mm-hmm. Um, the worst person in the world, I think had maybe just a couple, like two other people in the, in the theater and drive my car. I think maybe had like six or seven other people. So yeah. the rest of them were pretty full. So yeah. nice. anyway, excited to see glass onion. Yeah, it's good. Really enjoyed it. Did you know when they announced the title was glass onion, that it was a Beatles song reference? No, I did not. I didn't either. I don't like the Beatles. You heard of the Beatles? So they're, they're a really influential band. Um, in, from I can't say that I have. Okay. No. Yeah. Um, my number seven is... <laughs> I love when we just roll with it. <laughs> my number seven is a little horror movie called Barbarian. I, I need... I know I need to see this. I, and I still have not. So Barbarian is... Barbarian is would not have been as enjoyable like i'm just gonna kind of advocate real quick on my little soapbox for seeing things in theaters Mm -hmm. like especially if you read that you should see this in the theater from a critic or whatever it is just it is inherently different you will have like a different emotional attachment to the movie for the rest of your life if you see it in the theater like we already talked about with top Mm -hmm. gun with my number one it was it's like i'll talk about more when i get to my number one Barbarian is a horror movie and starts out with a woman arriving at her Airbnb at night and it's already occupied by a young man. And then they realize that things are not as they seem in the house. And there are, there are just terrifying. There's like a terrifying build um, to like the act one and and then it takes a sharp left turn. It becomes a different movie. And I, my jaw was dropped out of sheer ter- like terror slash shock in terms of like what happens in the story and also the story making decisions. Mm. And it, I saw it by myself and it was probably the most fun I had at a theater this okay. year. Other, okay. I mean, like I would okay. say even above Top Gun, just wow. in terms of like, I had no idea what to expect. Sure. And it is just, it is just, it's phenomenal. Okay. It's it's so it's so good. It was so crazy. 
the way people have talked about this movie, we all know how I feel about horror movies. It has made me like really think about watching it. Wait, yeah. will wait. I? No, probably so not. We all it's streaming us, on HBO Max for anyone who wants to yeah. watch it. All three of us plan on watching a movie tonight after we finish recording this. Should, should we, we, should we just movie? watch Barbarian? <laughs> Sure. Can we? Can, would you watch, Livy? Would you watch Barbarian with us tonight? I would Listen. watch Barbarian with you guys tonight. Yes. I think, right. I think we should watch Barbarian. All right. Maybe we should record our Barbarian <laughs> experience. We were, we were just going to watch Into the Spider Verse, which right. we've all seen. Right. Which, Masterpiece, which, but a ten, great. Yeah. eleven out of ten movie. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But how would fun if we watch something that none of us have seen before? I would rewatch Barbarian. Or no, those are the it's so you and I haven't seen, seen. Yeah. Zach Kreger, who uh, whose previous. <laughs> Work includes uh, "Why Does Kids You Know" as the director of this movie. <laughs> I've heard about that, which is and, uh, so and, funny, and it's been hilarious reading about the. Uh, just people are like, "You did "Why Does Kids You Know" and then this." And he's like, "Yeah, like it's, uh, it's just it's just cool." I think it, and he this is the best horror movie from this year. Wow. Okay, yeah. all right. I okay. I've only seen one "The Why Does Kids You Know" sketch, mm -hmm. and it's the one where Abe Abe Lincoln. Well, it's the best one. Yeah, yeah. it's the only one, and yeah, I, yeah. I don't what, care. What happens much. in that one? Uh, Abe Lincoln is at the show and he's like being super annoying. Like, like, it, the, like it says like the whole, the whole reason he was assassinated at the theaters because he was being just an <laughs> asshole. Yeah, he was just like being so. And some, somebody shot him out and, of anger. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Gotcha. And yeah, John Wilkes Booth is like, I'm gonna do it, and, and his wife is like, No, that's the president. You can't like he. You have to respect him. And he's like, he's being rude. He's yeah, being yeah. disruptive. It's, it's I don't really think funny. I ever saw that one. The only one I remember is, isn't there a grape soda one? I I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, 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 that one's, yeah, that yeah. one's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. One, that one's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. No, the the Abe Lincoln one, my my friends in high school, and then also my friends now, my friends in OKC, we reference that on a yeah, regular basis. Yeah, I was in middle school, it was like that was a huge quoting piece yeah. for, yeah, for that all makes the guys. Sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah, anyway. except the big problem is that we went to a private Christian school, so we so had, to do, we had it. to do it like quietly, yeah. like <laughs> the teachers walk around. Yeah. <laughs> so, Walter, what's your number seven? My number seven is something that I would not have watched if uh, I, if it was my choice. Uh, but the Northman, the Northman, oh, we nice. watched it. That was another movie night movie for us. Yep. And uh, at the, I didn't realize until I was trying to figure out my top ten movies of the year, where I didn't know that it had come out this year. Mm -hmm. um, April, I, I guess I did. I just forgot. It was a big flop. It was a huge flop. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I remember who was the director for it? Robert Eggers. Yeah, he, I remember he like like got mad at the people who didn't see it because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. he was like, "All you want is superhero movies or something like that." Yeah. And um, I saw it in theaters and with Jess, and uh -huh. she, I think she fell asleep because she was very pregnant. Yeah. So. Um, I, this is definitely a movie <laughs> yeah, that, that my, wife, my wife would hate this movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is very aggressive the whole, pretty much the whole time. Yep. Um, and at first I was like, I do not like this movie at all. And then about halfway through, I was like, oh no, wait, I, I love this movie. It, picks, <laughs> it, picks, it picks up steam whenever, um, he grows up. Yeah. And it gets really, the insane yeah the northman is my number three okay wow. it is i had a phenomenal time. yeah I've, i need to stop saying that ah. uh, <laughs> i, a I Get had a, a wonderful word. time i had a wonderful time watching I, it, it, it's one of those in, i've watched in theaters it. on a big screen i was about to say i, I booming sound we watched it on the big tv but like it was not the theaters that i was. i remember watching it and i'm like i i wish i had seen this in, in theaters yep. yeah yep. um the northman has an incredible sword and i have to just say 
I love swords so much. I came away from that movie telling Jess, I love swords. I think swords are so cool. Isaac's sneakers are lighting up right now. Yeah. I would just like to say that as someone who went to a graduate program for counseling in a very psychoanalytical, heavy... Uh, I don't think I don't think you have to be worried about anything. I'm just curious. I think she's just saying that there's something to analyze in you. I just, I think that. Well, I think it's because of Lord of the Rings and being exposed to fantasy at a young age. I just just, hell Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars probably like ground zero for that. I just fascination Lord of the Rings. I'm in fellowship right now. Yeah. Oh, nice. No, you know what else? Who else has a great sword? Aragorn. Oh yeah, the, the flame of the west. Oh, what are, yeah. What's what's the? I cannot remember. Uh, it's been a long time since I've watched or read Lord of the Rings, which is man reason I'm everyone sword it. and Return of the King. Anduril, that's what it's called. Yeah, my my favorite sword, of course, is Sting. Yeah, from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. great little sword. Yeah. Uh, Roger <laughs> is like the name is the name of uh, his sword in the Northmen. It's basically Hamlet. He is getting revenge, and then you realize that the revenge is not quite what it seems and uh-huh. there's this there's some weird stuff going on with nicole kidman who's given a great her character who's given she's giving such a good performance in the northman alexander skarsgård and Anya taylor joy strange just such a adrenaline yeah like like in terms of in terms of pure physicality he did not have a single ounce of body fat in no. his training for this movie uh-uh. he is pure muscle there's this amazing, I think it's mostly a one take when they raid a village at the beginning of the, near the beginning yes, of the movie yeah. that is just brutal. And he's, oh my goodness, great, great performance, great performance. Like kind of like underrated best picture or best uh, actor performance yeah. from Scar Scar. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Isn't yeah. Bjork in it too? Bjork. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think the most impressive part about uh, uh, his performance in the movie is how like, yeah, he's like an adult throughout most of it right but at the beginning he makes himself look like such a young boy mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a different actor for yeah, yeah. those who haven't seen the movie uh, the last you thing, looked at me very earnestly and I was like do you know what it was like the last thing the last thing I'll say about the Northmen is um, real method there's a there's a they're like different title cards for the chapters and one of them is the night blade feeds which is the coolest <laughs> and the whole whole thing is that like he can only draw the sword and kill at night yeah when the sun starts to come up he can't like unsheathe the sword which is so cool it's it's it's, it's a really cool mechanic oh i love it i love it um that's your number seven that's my number three yeah olivia number six my number six hold on sorry oh no uh i know what my number six is sorry i went to a different list because then i was really worried that i had this on my list last year because I saw this January 1st of last or of this year. So I was worried. I couldn't remember when we recorded for our top 20 or top 10 of 21, but I don't have it on that list. So we're good. We're good. Okay. All right. So I have licorice pizza on my list. So it is, um, it is a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. It, um, is about a, it is a story of Elena Kane and, uh, Gary Valentine, Growing up, running around, and going through the treacherous navigation of first love in the San Fernando Valley in 1973. So, I'm going to be really honest. The only reason I wanted to see this movie as bad as I did was because 
It's got Alana Hyam in yep. it, who is the member or in one of my favorite bands, Hyam. Um, I freaking love Hyam so one much. One more Hyam. One more Hyam. <laughs> so, um, which fun fact, I saw them this year and I got a drumstick from SD oh. Hyam, who is also in the movie. Yeah. So, for those listening, Olivia's been pointing it at me aggressively all yeah, night. I, <laughs> I haven't hit him yet, I but I'm getting so trip. close you ever to buy a drumstick for real. No. It is insane how bad it hurts. I can't imagine like, it feeling good. It's yeah. just a wood. <laughs> I mean, you mean like to the face or no, like? Okay, so like, because okay, for those you don't know, the story? listeners, yeah, I, I I play the drums, um, and every now and for then, Grimwood. Like, no, no I not don't, for Grimwood. I don't know for church, <laughs> for church, yeah, you scream for Grimwood, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I. Like sometimes, like you'll you'll I'll miss the drum or something, and mm-hmm. I'll just smack myself in the thigh with it, and it yeah, it pain. almost Stings. makes you want to throw up. Like I'm I'm and I'm I'm not kidding. It hurts so bad. I'm assuming mm-hmm. it bruises pretty badly. Yeah, it does. So especially yeah. for you specifically. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty. Fair. I don't even. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, I didn't mean to be mean. Like man, shots fired. We've talked about we've talked about like your your uh, fair complexion on you like Kramer sometimes. You know what no. I mean? Like, just like, like no. honest without realizing how honest you're being. Maybe. <laughs> I guess on this podcast, yeah. Yeah, but yeah you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, sorry. Anyway, no, it's okay. So, uh, yeah. I just, I really love this movie. Uh, I My number was... two from last year. Nice. Yep. Mm. So, yeah, it was great. I thought Cooper uh, Hoffman gave a great performance. I'm excited to see what he does in the future. Um, so that's yeah that's my that's um cool licorice pizza pretty like really funny mm-hmm. but very dark and you, it's in yeah. the, if you're watching it with the right perspective and i didn't really think about it until later this year when i was like thinking about it and i was like oh that no it's kind of like a dark sad mm-hmm. ending even though it's like positioned as a happy ending mm-hmm. you're like oh I get it. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't really think about it until later. Not that I was like, oh, that was a happy ending, but I was like, it's supposed to be like this like farce mm-hmm. ending. Yeah. Um it's you know, dream. It's like a dream or something. But I right. was like, I ah, know it's actually he's masking that it's kind of dark. Mm-hmm. But really funny. Really, really funny Bradley Cooper performance. Man, Bradley Cooper's so good good in it. Stress sand. Stress sand. Barbara Stress sand. Stress sand. Sand. So, sand. My number six is a movie called Athena. It is on Netflix. It's directed by Roman Gavras. And um, the synopsis on Letterboxd is hours after the tragic death of their youngest brother, in unexplained circumstances, three, sibling, three siblings have their lives thrown into chaos. And I, this movie has the best filmmaking of of well not filmmaking like the best one shot i've ever seen okay. like hands hands down the best one, one shot. shot and i think i texted you about it. i said if you want to um if you want to just be amazed go turn it on watch the whole movie but at least watch the first like 10 oh, minutes i don't remember you texting me about because the first 10 minutes are <laughs> just, just gaslight them really, <laughs> i just don't remember <laughs> it's really really incra- uh, incra- <laughs> insane but um 
I was trying to find it's a they the they speak French, but I forget where the movie exactly is set. But it's basically like there's there's political protests mm-hmm. against like police brutality. Like the the brother in question was killed by the police, but one of the brothers is a police officer, and so it's just it's very it's it's very intense. But the filmmaking was incredible. The story is gripping. It's really entertaining, and it's not very long. Um, it came out of nowhere for me. I just saw a couple people, uh, several critics that I follow on Twitter saying this movie's insane. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I just turned it on and I just couldn't stop watching. I was like, Jesse, you seeing this? And she was like, uh-huh. And like, <laughs> didn't see it. So, um, have you seen it? No, I've never heard of it. So yeah, I haven't heard it either. It's really good. It's really good. I mean, I guess I have heard of it actually because I mean, Isaac apparently texted me about it. Yeah. He but, didn't text me, but that's okay. Yeah, he didn't. He doesn't it's think fine. about you as much as he does. I thought, well, sense. the one shot, the, you the one shot, the one shot <laughs> aspect of it, I was like, Walter, you have to watch this. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I, 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 I love one takes. I also love one take, but that's cool. That's wow. Funny. Isaac, this is hey, embarrassing. There's a great yeah, movie so. called Athena, and the first 10 minutes is a really. <laughs> just a one, yeah, one it's just shot. a one shot. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I'll, you know, I'll check it out. What, is it streaming on anything? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay, cool. That was yeah. sweet. I heard it on a couple critics. Is it on your top 10 of this year? Yeah, it's my number six. Okay, cool. What's your number six? Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of number six, mine is, this is another, uh, I'm bending the rules. This is most certainly a movie that did not come out this year. It was a movie that I've been wanting to see for years and just for whatever reason, just kept forgetting to. And then finally one night I was like, Morgan, I was just sitting there in the, in the living room and I was like, I want to watch a movie? And she was like, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, I've been wanting to watch Goodwill Hunting for so long and I've never seen it. And so she was like, yeah, that's fine. Put it on. And I was just... I forgot Morgan was there. Like I was just like, you know, like I'm usually like, I usually look at Morgan to make sure she's enjoying herself. Or that, no, this time I was just enthralled. I was zeroed in nice. on this movie. Um, it is. I know we meme on the Harry Styles feels like a movie, <laughs> but this this I did say to Morgan after this movie was done. I was like, this is like the most movie movie that I've seen in a long time. In, in but in the best way, not in sure. like the cheesy movie way. Like it just felt like it's like uh, oh I can. This is definitely a classic. I can mm-hmm. see ev- this hits every note. Uh, fantastic acting. Um, mm-hmm. Robin Williams, I think, really. I mean, everybody's great in it, but mm-hmm. Robin Williams especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, is I think it's some of his, his best work. Um, and it just, it had just such a good mix of, of, of romance, humor, drama, uh, just all, all the emotions. Oh, just good. It's not your fault. Nice. It's, not, it's not your it's fault. It's not your fault. Not your fault. I haven't Tears. seen the movie, but I do know the reference. You guys right? No, but I had that sure. same moment yeah, with Shawshank Redemption because I watched Ooh. that for the first time this year, and I had that my same exact. My sister watched that for the first time this Which year. Fantastic movie. Nice. Yep. Shout out Rachel. Shout out Rachel. Listen yeah. to the pod. Um. Yeah. No, I had that same experience yeah. with Shawshank. So I okay that night when I just we started to watch Goodwill Hunting. I remember at asking Morgan because mm-hmm. she'd also not seen Shawshank Redemption. I saw it when I was in college. One and of Jess's all-time favorite movies. It's so good. And I, I asked Morgan, I was like, I kind of gave like a quick synopsis of what each one was about. I was like, which one would you want to watch? Mm-hmm. And we, she picked Goodwill Hunting. Oh, nice. um, so she's still not seen, as far as I know, she might, <laughs> <laughs> she, she told me earlier tonight before she started recording that, that like, <laughs> she said, I, I always like give her opinions and thoughts on things. <laughs> 
without her here, and I did a lot of it wrong. <laughs> so I don't... Like I'm how you keep sure. saying she doesn't like scary movies, yeah, and she yeah, just, yeah. like, and literally she, said right before this, she stop like how, saying... How she starts to tell a story, and then you can be like, yeah, you can interrupt me if I'm wrong, and then you just take over for her. <laughs> I do that. All, I know. I'm trying to get. I get. Back, I'm trying to get better about it. You did it tonight. But I, did I do that? Yeah. Really? You did. Oh, it's okay. Man. It's okay. We start. Right, can we put a pause on this episode so I can go downstairs and apologize? Apologize for what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can sure, text sure. her from your Yeah, that's true. <laughs> just text I, her. I just said, you need to stay focused. Um, so apologies to Morgan again. <laughs> Shout out to Morgan. Yes, and I, again, I could be wrong, but I don't think she's seen Shawshank Redemption, and that might be like one of the next movies we watch. Anyway, Good Will Hunting, very good. I'm glad I finally watched it. Are um, do you guys have like? I know that they're kind of like a package deal, but because I mean, going back to Good Will Hunting days, but like, do y'all have? Do y'all see yourself on like Team Ben or Team Matt? More <laughs> like one more than the other? No, Matt. Yeah, I'm, I'm Team Matt. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't really care. I just didn't know y'all. Wait, do you mean because like- some people are like hardcore? Like Ben Affleck is the greatest of all time. No, like, you mean just no. like acting skills? No, just like what movies they've been in and like, oh. you know, oh. it's how much they like Argo. Matt Damon, I think. <laughs> <laughs> or The Town. I think. Great movie. I think Matt yeah. Damon is a little bit more of a household name than Ben Affleck. They both are. I think he's been but... in better movies, more quality movies. Yeah. I also think Matt Damon's a little more likable. I think so. Than Ben Affleck. Yeah. Well, I think that I like that about Ben Affleck that it's like, he's not the most likable person. Yeah, but not that not that he's like a mean or bad person. I think that's just like he just doesn't give a rip. And I like that. Give a rat's ass. I don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> yeah, quote Tim Robinson. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's yeah. number six. Nice, Lydia. Number five. Mine was Top Gun. So we've already talked about that. Can you put the music in again here? You're gonna have a lot of work to do. My number five is a movie, a little movie. A movie. A movie. Not Don't Worry, Darling. <laughs> uh, it's a little movie called Decision to Leave. Oh. I almost said I think you should leave. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been really embarrassing. That would have been really embarrassing for you, um, for sure. Except if I had a list of like... Uh, actually, I do have a TV list that I'll read at the end. I think you should leave Just, is my number one TV show of the year. And I'll read my well, full I don't have a list, list. My full TV list. Because Isaac did not tell us yeah, to. I'm just going to pontificate at the end of this episode <laughs> because I didn't want to do it at the beginning. <laughs> but I'm going to real quick like compare 21 to 22 pound for pound and then give a list of like some of the just incredible TV that we got this year. Okay. Um, we didn't get good TV but this year. In the, meantime, in the meantime, decision to leave. Is the latest movie from Park Chan Wook who did Old Boy? Mm-hmm. Either of y'all seen Old Boy? Mm-mm. No, I want to. I just haven't watched it. it yet. Is it's a masterpiece. But um, he is, yeah, legendary filmmaker. Decision to Leave is a lot. It's interesting because a lot of people said, "Oh, this is very like Hitchcockian." Like, were you inspired by Hitchcock? And he said, "No." But apparently, his um, what did he say? He said like apparently Hitchcock's influence is so powerful that like I in imitated him subconsciously sure this movie has incredible cinematography incredible shots there's a mirror shot he's interviewing the uh, the woman and you just don't know how he filmed this mirror shot without showing the camera mm-hmm. like apparently it was it's an editing trick or something but the synopsis is that 
it's, it's a seasoned detective investigates a suspicious death of a man on a mountaintop. And he suspects the deceased's wife while being unsettled by his attraction to her. So it's it's kind of, it's kind of like fatal attraction, but less like steamy. Like it is it is very like it's it's very romantic, but very like twists and turns. And he has insomnia, so you're kind of watching the movie like things skip ahead, and it kind of just demands that you like sit and watch <laughs> it and. No, you just don't get bored because of the editing, which is really something really interesting. I haven't seen in the movie before. Mm-hmm. The performances are really great. It's a really gripping ending and it's funny. Like I laughed out loud at a bunch of different points. So it's on movie. Movie is a uh, <laughs> movie. It's on movie. I'm watching, I'm movie. watching a movie. <laughs> a movie. Uh, to me, it's like a real movie. Real movie. <laughs> movie is this streaming service that really carefully curates like quality movies. Um, but it's a less um, push glasses up on the brow of your about to say, nose this, this as is, Criterion this Channel. This is Netflix's, uh, Netflix for movie snobs. Yeah, but not as snobbish as the Criterion Channel. Okay. Um, but I, they, they've kind of been growing the last couple of years, but they like they bought the rights to Decision to Leave, oh, which cool. is really yeah. interesting. And so you can watch it on there. That's where I watched it. Um, really good. Really yeah. good. Love it. So anyway. Cool. Big Walt. Where are we at? Number... Five. Number five. Five. Yeah. Five. Uh, yeah, my number five was uh, Top Gun Maverick. Look at us. Can you put the music in here too? (laughs) 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 Or do you like, you know, the... uh, The Berlin song? Or no, the... uh, Take my breath away. Or that... um, The when Ed Harris tells him you're going back to Top Gun, the little gong comes in. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. the gong. I'll, the I'll gong put, is right. the next, legendary. The next the time we reference Top Gun, you're gonna have to put the Lady Gaga song that plays over the credits at oh, the end of Maverick. Yeah. So yeah. The I'm next actually time. just gonna put that on a loop and a low volume under this whole episode. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Great. Great. People who are listening to it is like, am I like going crazy? <laughs> it's, like, like, it's, it's, it's just low enough to where you're like. You're taking headphones out of like this. Is this what you put at my house? Who is this? Is this the song at the end of Top Gun Maverick? Is that Lady Gaga? Is that Dean K? A regular flower from Country Quote. <laughs> I'm embarrassed by how many times we say that. The air just, the air just, came, air just on. came on. The first time we went up here. Yeah. We've been up here for a minute, too. I yeah. think it's about to blow this candle out. Let's we'll see. Oh. Here, move the candle to the center. This, The air is strong up here. Uh, Olivia, what is your number four? The worst person in the world. Nice. What's your number four? My number four is a little movie called Everything Everywhere All at Once. Nice. That's also on my list. Olivia I mean, and I just high fived. I have to see this movie. You have to see it. It's another did one of those I, that did I. Did we talk about it? We whenever? did an episode. Probably. You and I didn't. Oh, uh, we all did. Like, were you shooting weddings? Did yeah, I feel I was, like you were really busy around the time that we saw yeah. Yes, yes, I remember yeah, yeah. because Cause you shot like two months of weddings back to back. We shot a billion weddings. When did everything hold her? To quote Joe Biden, you. You shot <laughs> one trillion billion gazillion million weddings. <laughs> Do you remember? You, have y'all seen that clip of him where he's saying this program cost one 
Yes. Million billion G like yes. stumbles over his words. Also, it's really funny. Yeah. I just want everyone to know that Isaac has already asked us this question if we'd seen that clip. <laughs> Sorry. He asked us that like three hours ago. <laughs> Which is own Joe Biden moment. Yeah. <laughs> there's this uh, there's a sweatshirt going around that has <laughs> like him wearing a Santa hat and it says happy 4th of July. That's <laughs> <laughs> so mean. That's, That's really funny. Oh anyway, no, I think everywhere all at once came out in March of this year, which I didn't realize it had been that mm-hmm. long yeah. since it came out, but I did have a, had a pretty busy March. So, and I just have not gotten around to seeing it and I have heard nothing but amazing things about it. Yep. Yeah. I know I have to watch it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really good. You can go listen to our episode on it. Um, Ooh, saw it twice in theaters, maybe cry both times. I saw it twice in theaters as well. Also, a, I don't know if, if you have been keeping up with this or not, but Michelle Yeoh's and the movie are doing mm-hmm. very well on, yeah, the, on it, the award circuit right it's now. It's crushing it yeah. on the award circuit right now. So I'm, I'm really curious to see what happens when the Oscars come around. Would you, if you could pick one to win Best Picture over it or Top Gun, which would you prefer? Ooh. It's kind of tough because like they're so different. They are, you know, and I think they're so like I think they're, but they're both, both populist, and that's what's interesting yeah. about like if they both went into the running for best picture. If I had to pick, I would pick. Don't worry, darling. <laughs> it feels like a real M- movie. Movie. <laughs> movie. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean it. <laughs> I haven't seen this movie. I haven't seen movies. So I'm just no, it's okay. Making jokes. She's doing really well. Um, uh, what's 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 the dad's name? I'm blanking. Um, yeah, you've got it pulled up. Pulled yeah. up. Yeah, uh, Kihikwan. Yeah. Um, I yeah, they're they're both like winning awards, and mm-hmm. so there's there's always the chance that one or both of them could be nominated for best act support. I think she will be nominated. <laughs> I think she's looking like she too. will be nominated. Yeah. Win less, a little bit less likely. But this movie, I mean, in a, on a smaller scale, did a lot for movies just in terms of being a smaller release. A lot of people were really excited for it. Mm-hmm. And then it just word of mouth blew up. Yeah. Like, it's like one of the box office sensations just in terms of like it grew week over week for several weeks. And um, yeah, yeah, no, it's great. It's so good. Yeah. What is the name of the actor who plays the daughter? Uh, her plays name Joy. is Stephanie Sue. Sue. Yeah. She, okay, I feel like, so I've seen where she has not been, like, nominated for very much. Right. Which is, I think, kind of highway kind robbery of because she is phenomenal in it and... Plays, I, like, several different kinds of roles. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it with Walter here. Don't because, spoil it. Because I don't want to spoil it. And I think, I was just talking about this today with uh, my friend Hannah of, like, it's one of those movies where the less you know about it going into yeah. it, the better. Yeah. And I don't know anything about it right now. So, and I feel like that's been the case really for a lot of people. Said anything? Yeah. About it. No, so, good. so anyway, she's phenomenal in it. The whole cast is really just great, and the the way it's made, like the editing, and oh, it's just oh, it's so good. Mm. That's that's my number one. Yeah. So nice. Okay. Nice. So yeah, yeah, for a while it was my number one, and yeah, got got unseated. Y'all are not ready for my number one. Whatever I, you think it is, I have no idea. Whatever I couldn't you even think it is. You're wrong. Guess what it is. If it is, don't worry, darling. Whatever you think it is, you're wrong. I it's hope probably it's not. some movie from 1987. It's Blazing Saddles. <laughs> it's Blazing Saddles. <laughs> so listener, we've been uh, joking about Blazing Saddles ever since Walter and Olivia got to my house. So yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. 
Are y'all done talking about? Yes. Uh, we're all, I mean, yeah. I am. Okay. No, what yeah. number was that for you? Number four. Four. So number four. Quattro. Okay. So it's my turn. Yes. Okay. My number four was one that I liked. I know y'all liked this movie too, but I think I liked it a lot more. We did an episode on it. Vengeance. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. It came out this year. Uh, B.J. Novak's kind of. Uh, he's he's written stuff before. Of course, he's acting a lot of stuff. I think this is his first time directing. Am yes. Right? Yeah. He directed several episodes of The Office when he was involved in that, but this is his first uh, feature length. Um, I when I the, from my, when I first saw the trailer for this movie, uh, I was like, as soon as that comes out. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it. And of course, when it did come out, I was super busy and <laughs> didn't have a chance to see it in theaters. And so, uh, wait until it came out on Peacock, uh, which stuff comes out. The time between theater and streaming is mm-hmm. like super short now, which is really cool. Yeah. Like, I, you don't have to wait weeks for it to come out on DVD. So, um, anyway, saw it not too, not too long after it left theaters on Peacock. Uh, and then uh, we did an episode on, uh, on it because it's, it was, in my opinion, a quintessential mm-hmm. flyover, you know, mm-hmm. set in the middle of nowhere in Texas. Uh, so we did an episode on it. Go listen to that if you haven't. Um, I loved it a lot, enough for it to be number four on my list. And I, I'll, I'll open it up to y'all if y'all want to add any more thoughts to it. I had it on my honorable mentions oh, list. Like, okay. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, of all the 2022 releases, like, I thought it was really good. Um I liked the other ones I've listed more, right. but I think it was good. And yeah, like I think it was a good like directorial debut from BJ mm. Novak. Like I think we talked about this uh, on the episode of just being excited for what, what else he's going to release yeah. in the future. Um, and so, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought he was great. I thought uh, Ashton Kutcher was great. Mm-hmm. The story was interesting. So yeah, I yeah. think it's a good movie. It was great acting and great writing. Yeah. It's number um, 18 on my list. Nice. Okay. Because even though I didn't like it, I really respected kind of what he was trying to do. Yeah. And I like, I really molded over and kind of made me like think about it for a while. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Cool. That was my number four. All right. My number three was Tar. So mm. let's spend it, some time on it. Let's spend some time on it. So I'll give a synopsis. Uh, set in the international world of Western classical music, the film centers on Lydia Tar, widely considered one of the greatest living composer, conductors, and the first, no. sorry, I just, I just Walter got, I got just, full body chills just, just like, now. Like, full body. Yeah. Much, yeah. That happens to me quite often. Yeah, no, it happens to me too. It just was, I was just like I'm reading sorry. a synopsis. And Walter's like twitching out of his, his chair. Did not mean to. Um, film centers on Lydia Tarr, widely considered one of the greatest living composer, conductors, and the first ever female music director of a major German orchestra. So I I do remember seeing I haven't seen it but I do remember seeing it come out. Yes, and that's about all of my yeah. experience with that. Yeah, so it's got Kate Blanchett in it. It's directed by uh, Todd Field, who did um, Little Children. Little Children. He also something. He's also Isaac's lighting a blunt. That's what you hear he's in the background. In, he's in Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> yes. Let me make it clear. Isaac was actually just lighting a candle. Yeah, just kidding. Nobody just corrected me on that, so the I was like, air, well, the air, oh, the air blew. I thought we were just gonna the air conditioning blew out the candle. Hey. Hey. <laughs> so Isaac, with a blunt, you roll it, and that was the joke. No, uh, and then you smoke it, and then you smoke it, and it makes so, you feel different than you how you smoked? feel right now. No. No. 
You don't need it. We've no. talked about this before. Yeah. yeah. So I can neither confirm nor deny. Mm. Yeah. You want me to bleep that out? Uh, yeah, just bleep out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, this movie is just. A big, it feels like a movie. A big miss for me. This is probably the one that I regret not being able to see in theaters the mm-hmm. most because it did come to Riverdale 10. Um, and I was insanely busy between October and November mm-hmm. and could not see it. Mm-hmm. And I'm really bummed. And also you can only watch it for like, you can watch it. The only way you can watch it now, at least in like Arkansas, is like paying $25 on like early access VOD. Can you not like rent it on Amazon or not something? Not yet. I don't oh, think. Wow. Not from what I have seen. Okay. So, which is insane because Banshees of Inna Sharon came out on HBO mm-hmm. Max. Yeah. And you can watch it for free. And yeah. I haven't been able to watch it either. So, so wait, I haven't you, been able so to watch I it have seen Tar. I have not. Oh, you haven't. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I realized watching a movie about a conductor sounds lame and boring, but it's actually really compelling and the whole time you are if I, I was talking about this with some some other people um who are really into film as well and they were they they verbalized what i was feeling and uh really it feels like you're almost watching a suspenseful movie you're just kind of on the edge of your seat wondering what's going to happen next um and and so it follows her as she gets this this really big job as this uh, conductor uh, for this German orchestra and just how she goes about this and it uh, just I don't know I can't describe it really much more without just giving it away and I don't want to spoil it for for you guys or uh, for anyone listening to it but I highly encourage everyone to see this movie so okay. it, it's basically from what I understand or I've heard about it it's it's like a it's in favor of it's okay to like <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but I'm not going to. But it, it's kind of like <laughs> the bi- the big central thesis of the movie is art versus like like your sense of self and like yeah. obsession with what you do versus like you know you, getting getting wrapped up in that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and just seeing kind of the the arc that the character of Lydia Tarr takes is really fascinating. So mm-hmm. it's great. Nice. So. Should we do a tar pod? A tar I pod? Yeah, I actually would like for us to. Just call it the tar pod. That sounds It sounds like a really, like an even worse Tide Pod challenge. <laughs> it's like, it's like you're taking a, like a vape pod or whatever and just tossing it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see a lot of really, like when Tar was getting um, really popular in film Twitter, people were saying like, Lydia Tar has been selected as the, yeah. as the host for the Oscars and like all this stuff. So yeah. I, I, when you mentioned the, the Tar Pod challenge, I immediately like imagined a newscaster being like, they're calling it Tar Pods. <laughs> Do you know what your kids are ingesting? You should, how are you not in like, newscast well you know like, i have a degree in journalism yes i know yeah. that but how are you like you're, you'd be really good at it uh well no, i wanted to make money nah. <laughs> yeah, is, I guess, yeah i guess yeah i guess you make more money very well, hard you know if you became like an anchor well, i feel like you well, have the charisma on. to become an anchor well th- i appreciate that but it is you don't just become an anchor like paying your dues in the journalism world is 
rough. Yeah. Like it is years of you um, not making a livable wage. Doing the beat. And, and yeah. You, yeah. You're a one man band. Like yeah. you're doing an insane amount of work at crazy hours. Mm-hmm. And so like if you shout out to like reporters, especially at local ones, because they're doing some of the most important work for the least amount of money. Like local, okay, no, you can get my soapbox. <laughs> local news is incredibly important. Yep. Mm-hmm. News anywhere is incredibly important, but especially local news. And if you ever see a reporter or anybody on, on TV, unless they are uh, a meteorologist or like a primetime anchor, they're they're eating ramen and peanut butter and jelly, like yeah. barely making it. And they have like four roommates. Yeah. So shout out Channel Seven News. Shout- <laughs> yeah. Is <laughs> yeah. it KRK? Is that the Central Arkansas? Yeah. Yeah. That's Channel Four. But I was making an Anchorman joke. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Good. But I was bringing it back to reality. Where uh, we live. Yeah. 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 Okay. KRK. Their app is good. They send. Oh, okay. They're like shooting on Seventh Street. Shooting on. <laughs> Just tell me about all the shooting. It really is like um, if you made it this far in our podcast. This is. <laughs> In, in fact, the most dangerous year on record for the city of Little Rock. Cool. And That's a bummer. I know that because of <laughs> oh, KRK. Shucks. So oh, good report on their they do, they know they can't bad for the city of Little Rock. They, they do good work. <laughs> it's bad for Little Rock. Yep. Um, our right. number three, my number three was Northmen. What was your number three? Walter? Uh, my number three is one that did not come out this year, but it did come out recently. Um, There's another one that as soon as it came out, I wanted to see it. Never got around to it. Uh, my wife and I took a two-year late honeymoon back in August of this year, and so we had time to watch some TV. We caught up on a lot of Pretty Little Liars that week. Nice. Um, but <laughs> not as important. <laughs> we watched Last Night in Soho, which I've been wanting nice. to see for a long time. Yeah. And I mentioned in, the, in the, this episode that I just love movies that have style, and this mm-hmm. movie has nothing but style the whole time mm-hmm. there were so many shots there's one particular i'm thinking of where uh she get the main character you know for those of you who have not seen the movie she goes into kind of like this other world kind of when mm-hmm. at night when she goes to sleep and so she like whips the pulls the covers underneath her and as she does that the camera goes in the covers and then like the lights come on and now she now she's back in like old time like mm-hmm. London. And it's just like shots like that throughout the whole movie. So the lighting is yeah. incredible. The use of color mm-hmm. is amazing. Um, the acting is great. Um, a great twist at the end. And, uh, just f- f- really fantastic movie. Have you Love seen, it. have you seen all the like, the them filming the scene, the dance number? No, where it I goes need to back see and that. forth. Okay, I'm going to find it and send okay. it to you because it's, it's really cool how they okay. do it. Because it's all one shot, right? Like that whole yeah, dance yeah, yeah, sequence yeah. is one shot. Yeah. And I remember watching it in the theater and being like, this is the greatest. Like, I love this mm-hmm. scene so much. Yeah. And I saw how they filmed it. And I was like, this, like, just the amount of like coordination between uh-huh. all the actors and the uh, camera crew and everything. It was just, it was really cool. I so. just love filmmaking. Like, like Isaac loves movies themselves. Mm-hmm. And I love movies too. But like, I love like, the like how they the make technical it. aspect of sometimes it. more than like the movies themselves like the final product you know yeah. what i mean like it's yeah. just so cool how they get to the final product yeah that's that's my whole problem is like i last night in soho has some of the most incredible camera work and cinematography of any movie from last year but my the reason it wasn't I, it was somewhere on your it was top on my 10. list yeah, yeah. Um, the reason it wasn't on my top 10 is because i was i was just really bothered with 
some of the, the there, there's a whole there's part of me that's like wants to get into like how it doesn't feel like an Edgar Wright film and that mm-hmm. really bothers me because he directed it yeah but the main thing that bothers me is I really really did not I, I could see what was happening what was coming uh-huh. and from a mile away and the third act felt really weak to me mm-hmm. and you, his you are correct, his though. third his third sure. acts are never bad mm-hmm. and so I was just kind of like this is r- like in incredible filmmaking mm-hmm. but like story-wise i just like was i was left with a bad taste yeah yeah so, that's yeah. fair yeah yeah i mean i i i also kind of suspect how the ending what the ending was going to be mm-hmm. but i still think and again this could we, we we look for different things yeah, yeah, and when we're like do i like this movie or not and so again me just looking at it still had the same style still the same yeah you know kind of cinematography that i loved and the yeah. color and lighting so yeah. um yeah thought it was thought it was great it was number seven on my list last number year. Nice. So yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I do think that I agree with how you guys have talked about like the third act, but I mean, it's Edgar Wright, and I really like. It. I haven't watched anything from him that I haven't seen all of his filmography, but I've seen a lot of it, and I really have enjoyed every single one of them. So even with that, like, it may not be his best movie, but it's still. I mean, it's still a good movie. It would be yeah. someone else's best movie. You know, so yeah, makes uh, sense because yeah, sure, of sure. how good of a director he well, is. And, that, and that's kind of that to encapsulate my feelings about it. Um, I kind of want to find to see who he wrote it with, unless I don't know if you have it. Oh no, I don't have it pulled up. But my main, my main problem or critique with it is that in terms of just it not feeling like a movie is, or like his movie or like a movie that he made is that it just feels (laughs) like he, was succumbing to I'm trying to find her name. I don't think it's near a park that is a Christy Wilson Cairns so who like mm-hmm. uh she worked on the good nurse this year in 1917. Um and apparently she's attached to a Star Wars project, which is cool. Oh Very nice. Cool. Um it it felt like he was and I Edgar Wright is like one of my favorite filmmakers. Right. Like you do love him. Scott freaking Scott Pilgrim and like Hot Fuzz is like a touchstone. Hot Fuzz and Scott Pilgrim are two touchstones for me where it's like those will forever be in my like top 20 at least, if not 10 Mm -hmm. of movies, my personal favorite movies. And to see it just to see him make a movie that doesn't feel like he made it. And really, it feels like he is succumbing. He was succumbing to like another writer, like succumbing to her, which is Okay. okay because so much about that movie is like about feminism mm-hmm. and it's like yeah but then it kind of makes me feel like well, why did and it, it felt like he wanted to make it like you said more for like the camera and technical right, aspects right. but i love his tone so i was kind of like mm-hmm. hoping for irreverence and wittiness mm-hmm. and there's just none of that in that last time so which makes it interesting but yeah that's that's like my microcosm sure. i think that's yeah. fair no i think yeah. that's fair i think that's fair for sure so, anyway. yeah okay yeah. Are we on two we're on two i think, I think so two my number two is nope oh nope is it your number two That's as well? That's my number two. Hey. Look at us. Nice. You're too far away to high five. Yeah. So we'll just do the Jim and Pam high five. My number one. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, we've... We did, we, we did an episode on this, we right? We did an episode. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it, was, it was us doing Nope that, that really was the nail in the coffin for all of us of like, we are not we're doing not franchises do- for a while. Yeah. Because we were yeah. like, this, it was so much fun for us to talk about Nope and not... Because it was coming off of a long series of like we, we Marvel, saw Star Wars, yeah. Marvel, actually, Marvel. I, I feel bad that we haven't mentioned him yet, but I think that our... Uh, and really, I, w- I was kind of responsible for it, but I feel like it drove Eric 
to the brink of insanity because he ended up stepping away. Oh yeah, just because <laughs> he was like, it's I can't deal with fair. Star Wars anymore. Star so. Wars and Marvel, which we we still have, even that's not the we, reason. Eric Eric is uh, very busy and like yeah, in a different yeah. season of life, and, right. and what have you. And so, right. Eric, if you're listening, we love we you. do this, Eric. Yeah, um, yeah. I uh, oh, man, what was I gonna say? But yeah, okay. So yeah, there's. I remember when Note came out. It was. I feel like it was just a really dry season for like just really good movies that yeah. weren't franchises. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like we were living in capitalist hell for a little bit. You know, or just ran by a mouse. That's <laughs> right. Part, yeah, yeah. The mouse house. The mouse house. The mouse house. Yeah. So it. Yeah. It was so refreshing to for us to talk about a movie that we all actually liked. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just oh man, and I I it, it's on HBO Max now. No, no, it's, it's on, on Peacock. It's, it's on, on, it's on Peacock. I think Keep it's on talking, Peacock. I'm gonna look it up. I feel like it's Peacock. It's either Peacock or Paramount Plus, and I can't remember. No, which it's one. Peacock because I remember I don't have Paramount Plus, and I know I'm I like, think you texted us a couple weeks ago. You did. I did. I did. You were correct. Peacock. It's Peacock because yes. y'all watch The Office. I I have not watched it since I saw it in theaters because I am. And this is a legitimate thought I've had. Does not me just having an excuse for not watching movies. <laughs> I am afraid it's not gonna. I'm not gonna like it as much. Okay. Outside of the theater, because okay. it was such such a good theater experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, every time the camera went to a new scene, not like a new like narrative scene, just when like when the the picture on screen changed, mm-hmm. even if it was just a reverse shot, every time I, saw, I watched it with two of my buddies. It's, it's magnetizing. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's that I'm like, wow, like that just looked like, oh man, like it is, it's, it's a very, um, I don't think it's not my favorite movie of Jordan Peele's. Sure. Uh, I think uh, us is still my favorite of his, but it is just, it, I think it's, it's the most intentional. I feel like from him, it's the most allegorical maybe, or the most metaphorical. I don't know what the best word is there, but he's every single shot just felt so calculated and so intentional like everything in mm-hmm. each scene you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah and it's that attention to detail and like how much it makes you think that i'm like that just made it so good for me and, and like i mentioned you know i i enjoy movies mostly for the technical aspects of it but this was also one where it like the actual like <laughs> story and mm-hmm. like the way the movie worked was just as important for me yeah well, and and to that point <laughs> the movie is about king movies yeah which yeah. is so brilliant yeah and it also touches on race and to a lesser extent and, and their grandfather being the first person that's like captured on film and then that ends up being a motif in a brilliant way mm-hmm. and it's just man like can you imagine like the kinds of the quality of the movies he's gonna make in the next couple of years forever it's it's i mean his first three are, are have been absolute blockbusters yeah all from the jump like so, bangers from the jump yeah. so like it like a movie about aliens or you you go in thinking okay this is an alien movie aliens aliens <laughs> Bull. uh you go in and the movie starts with a verse from nahum in very ominous letters with stick staccato like popping yeah and then you realize that it, the the opening scene is of a monkey that is like massacred a film set uh-huh. and you're like what is this and, like, I thought this was about and then it goes yeah. there yeah and yeah. it's 
it is it's incredible it's yeah. so good it's so funny kiki palmer and daniel kaluuya and like such a good combo oh my word oh, yeah. like i would watch them in a, in any movie forever yeah like kiki palmer i think has been a lot of people have been like oh she's been underrated like kiki palmer's been doing this for years now yeah. like she has been acting for years and acting she got well skin in the game. she's got skin. <laughs> she really does have skin in the game and um i feel like this is the first time that people have seen her on maybe a broader scale that yeah. wasn't maybe kind of a kiddie movie. Like sure, she was yeah. in Aquila and the Bee and um, she, she was on a Nickelodeon show. Yeah. True Jack's true, true Jack's 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 yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, but I mean, she's been doing this for, for years. Yeah. And so I, I'm excited to see what other kind of ventures she has as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see her in another Jordan uh, Peele movie. Like, I think it'd be really cool yeah. to see them team up again. Um, but yeah, no, the acting was phenomenal. The, I mean, yeah, like you guys have said, like everything felt really intentional and was just, I mean, it looks phenomenal. It looks the visuals, phenomenal. man. Yeah. I, every time somebody mentions Nova or I think about the movie or whatever, the first image that comes to mind is the UFO in the rain over mm-hmm. the house with the blood. Yeah. I, that's so good especially yes. his, his night scenes though and I, I think i think i sent y'all a link to this article uh when i when i saw it but he it was an interview with jordan pillar he's talking about how how he lit or how they shot those mm-hmm. night scenes i think most of them were shot during the day mm-hmm. oh wow. and they just yeah. like a lot of people are doing that now which i think is really really interesting I mean, yeah mm-hmm. which it, it makes it a lot easier just, for lighting you just add a color palette and yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there's there's a little more to it than just the yeah, color yeah. palette. But yeah, but it, it gives you more control. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, and yeah. and it's insanely more control, and, yeah. it, and it looks the way they did it in this movie was phenomenal. Yeah. So I so I saw it at the theater. I went by myself to see it, and I said this whenever we recorded this, but I remember a lady came up to me as the credits were rolling, and she was like, "Do you know what that movie was about?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> like if I so someone else made this, I, it was someone like a ringer host who is way smarter than I am, but they said something along the lines of like Top Gun and Nope and um, the Batman are like three movies. And and even though I've said like this year wasn't as good as last year, I will concede that like those three movies are movies that like if a 13 or 14 year old went to see those movies this year, they'd be like, I want to make movies. Like this is, this is the magic of movies that something like tonally like Nope or visually like Top Gun, like how they, where they installed cameras on the jets right, and then right. the Batman, like all superhero movies should be like that. Yeah. At least like tonally respectful of, yeah. you know, an audience's IQ or whatever. Yeah. Um, it, it's like so good, like so good for mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. In general. Like yeah. the future of movies. Yeah. Well, Darren, I know you said that you have like been hesitant to watch it again. I haven't watched it all in its entirety i came home one day my roommate and one of our friends had started it because they uh-huh. they wanted to watch it and um so i came in about halfway through and um i i just was like oh cool yeah i'll, I'll sit down and watch it. i had other things to do i watched the entire yeah, 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 second yeah, half yeah. of the movie i was like this is this is the greatest and like the the scene where all the like the blood comes down like in the rain yeah <sighs> That scene, man, it still got so me. Good. It was like, still so good. And um, my roommate goes, "What is that? Is that blood?" And I was like, "Yes, that is yeah. that is blood. That yeah. is it's iconic." Goes, oh my god! She goes, "Holy, <laughs> this is terrifying." <laughs> yeah. She goes, "This is like actually terrifying." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is yeah. the greatest movie." 
Yeah, so. real good. I'm I'm really glad that was on all of our lists yeah, for this too. year. Number me two too. for uh, you and yes. Olivia, and then yeah. number one for Isaac. Yeah, yeah. My number two is Fire of Love. Y'all have said everything about Nope, but that uh, yeah. I wanted no, to say. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we um, also did a whole episode on that's it. That's right. Too, yeah. So the episode, go listen to the episode. Yeah. My number two is a documentary called Fire of Love. I've been looking forward to it for about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Disney Plus. It is. Oh, it is a, on Disney yep, Plus now. It is, okay. it is very accessible. Um, Katya and Maurice Kraft, um, they were volcanologists in the seventies into the nineties. Um, they, they died during the volcano explosion at, uh, Mount Unzen in Japan. Mm. This movie is like, it's a very creative documentary, but it is like, the reason it's so high for me is even though I saw it at home, I think Sophie was like asleep on my chest the whole time. So that's kind of nice. That's cute. But that's real cute. This movie's like they talk about the science of volcanoes and like why they wanted to study them and how they they were actually really instrumental in getting footage and wearing these insane suits to get really mm-hmm. close to capture footage of volcanoes, either like the bubbling red ones that, you know, they're, they can be dangerous, but the gr- smoldering gray ones are the ones that will like spew a lot of ash into the surrounding area and that's what's really really damaging for like mm-hmm. nearby villages and like all that they were really instrumental in c- collecting this footage and disseminating it to governments and trying to stress like you need to like evacuate people and like there's there's like other there's footage of like villages being decimated and like some bodies like mm-hmm. and and just trying like to like Pompeii. stress to yeah like trying to stress to governments like you need to get people out of here and you need to like not allow any like um, settlements near these volcanoes that Mm -hmm. are active. And so they're really instrumental in that regard. But the thing that's really amazing is that you just, you watch this and they talk about the science of and the power of uh, volcanoes and how much more powerful they are than nuclear bombs. And it's Mm -hmm. just, it's marvelous. Mm -hmm. I don't know how else to say it, except that it really makes you, marvel at nature yeah and i was just i was just like entranced the whole time mm-hmm. okay it's a wonderful movie and okay. it's um it's an hour and 37 minutes long okay okay nice it's yeah really i've nice. been wanting to watch this for a while i haven't had a chance to watch it and uh it's it was a neon studio movie right I, was it yeah, neon? I believe so. yeah so and i've liked everything that i've seen that yeah. neon has released and so i i really wanted to see this i think it's gonna be really good it's an easy watch it's really really entertaining yeah Yeah. okay didn't expect a documentary yeah to be on your list very nice yeah it's a good one all right what about y'all's number ones Uh, that was everything oh yeah yeah. what was your number one again though everything everywhere all at once okay yeah yeah yeah. sorry Sorry. i thought you meant i thought you said that was everything that was everything i'm done your number one surprise is blazing saddles Is it really? No, it's not. Oh, okay. It's not Blazing Saddles. He moved it to the top of his list as we've been discussing it today. <laughs> yeah. You know what, guys? It is. It is my number okay. one. For sure. I'm for not sure. living in denial. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay. Your number one was no, right? Mm-hmm. Isaac, I'm going to make sure. Okay. So, we're at my number one. Your number one. Let me reiterate before I <laughs> tell you what my number one is that my. Uh, I've, I've, I've been saying that, like, what makes me love a movie usually is a technical aspect lighting sure. color stuff like yeah. that but also i can love a movie based on just how much i just pure enjoyment just mm-hmm. how sure. much i loved the experience of watching this movie mm-hmm. so my number one <laughs> of 2022 
is the instant classic Moonfall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At first, second there, I thought you were going to say Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, and I was no. about to go, that movie was not exciting enough okay. to to okay, be on so that Moonfall. list. Did you see it in the theater? Then? I saw it in okay. the theater. All right. It was in. Okay, it came out in a time when uh, two of my buddies, all three of us, we've been wanting to go just watch a movie together for a while, mm-hmm. and there was just like, there's nothing out there that we want to get. And then finally, one of them uh, is so Corey and Lyndon and two friends I saw it with. I think I think about it, Corey was gonna be like, "Hey, there's a movie called Moonfall, like where the moon is falling." <laughs> maybe we can go see that. If it's not good, maybe it'll be fun to like make fun of it together. And dude, every and there's not a single boring moment in this movie. There's also not a single good moment in this movie. Let me make that very clear. Moonfall made a lot of money. Like it was. Quietly, I think it. I think it was pretty popular. You could look it up. I'm looking it up Maybe right it now. wasn't. I think. I feel like I remember a lot of people going to see it. Uh, let's see what the box office I don't know if I know anyone who's yeah. seen it. I didn't office, even know Walter saw it. Sixty-seven point three million. Uh, it probably flopped. Yeah. It was probably yeah. a fifty like, million no budget way. or something. It, what's crazy is that like, it's Roland Emmerich who's like, yeah, a, he's like a, a well-known Big director. Yeah. yeah, like he's made some great movies. Uh, yeah, at least a very disaster movie director. And sure. I don't like disaster. Yeah, I don't like disaster movies. They stress me out too much. But sure. I was like, ah, Moonfall. Like that's just ridiculous enough to remember. Like, okay, well, that's obviously never going to happen because that's the reason disaster movies stress me. Like, that could happen. Yeah, dude, the moon is not going to fall into the earth. You know what I mean? So, but, has, but it's not the moon. That's the whole thing. On. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, hold on. <laughs> so it has. So Roland Emmerich as a director, mm-hmm. and it has some. Uh, it has a really good cast. It has a couple of huge names yeah. in the cast. Uh, you have Donald Sutherland uh, in there. He's not even, then he's gonna have like a big role, uh, and then you have John Bradley, who uh, I never saw Game of Thrones, yeah, but he was he's John Snow's buddy. Yes, in Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, and yeah. And then um, Patrick Wilson mm-hmm. of Conjuring and Insidious fame, mm-hmm. and that's what I know him from. Um, Aquaman. Um, Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, I, have you, not, I have not seen Aquaman, well, so I am the Ocean Master. <laughs> I, who's he playing Aquaman? The, the bad ocean guy. Master. The ocean who's master. The ocean? I don't have a he guy. plays his half brother. He plays the ocean master. He actually, I always forget because I, when I think of Aquaman, I think of him screaming, "I'm the ocean master," but his real name is Orm. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a lame yeah, guy. I'm so excited for the Lost Kingdom. I'm so pumped. Do, do I need to see Aquaman? Aquaman rips. Okay. <laughs> it's, no, it's like legit. It's and legitimately he is a good ripped. Movie. And it's and Jason also, Momoa. It's James Wan. Uh, oh, yeah, I do James know Wan. that. I yeah. know love James Wan. Yeah. Okay, I'll watch Aquaman anyway. And then Halle Berry is yes. like Halle Berry and Patrick Wilson are like the leads in mm-hmm. Moonfall, yeah. and it is insane. It is it is unbelievable, and I don't mean that in like the like everybody's un- oh, unbelie- that's unbelievable. No, it is legitimately. I cannot wrap my mind around how this movie was. How, like they, how they got from point yeah. A to point B. Yeah. yeah. I, there are so many things. Like, I'm telling you, every... Like, the production crew thought that they were working on, um, like... Like, the like next the big expanse yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can, It is just every every decision that's made by every character in this movie. Me and my friends were just... I mean, we were crying laughing it's at like some Roland of these was, like, snorting cocaine the yeah, whole time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just, yeah. So, yeah. So, me and my buddies, we're the... We were three of four people in the movie theater when we were watching this. There was one other woman by herself in there. She left halfway through. 
I respect her so much. It was, it that was, was my favorite person in the world. It makes me sad thinking about like hating. I don't know, just like a movie and then being like, I. And you spent like what ten bucks on this? Yeah, you, that's, you, that's, you're that's like, legitimately this is legitimately worth ten dollars. Yeah. yeah, I've already spent yeah. this money and I, I like I can't do it anymore. Yeah, which I don't understand that because again, the mo- one of the most entertaining movies I've ever seen, and I need a second one immediately. You guys should have invited her to sit with you guys and <laughs> so make fun of it together. Yeah, the jokes that me and my friends were coming up with, like we, I, we have never been that funny. You know, like like Moonfall brought it out of us, and okay. it was just incredible yeah. like there was one like there's one scene where like there i, I, I could do this all, i think it was isaac i, I came over to your house like mm-hmm. the day after i saw this movie the good movie night or something yeah. and i spent like 20 minutes just explaining <laughs> this movie like, hitting every high note of this movie i drink some water hold on i, I spent I, I actually ended up going to a sensory deprivation chamber so i could forget oh. everything you said <laughs> i have no memory of that i there's one scene where you know, so the moon's falling and it makes like the tides go crazy because okay. like because the moon controls the tides. The gra- okay, controls the gra- really the gravity. Know, is it like a real like it's it's a fake? Oh, hold on, right? hold on. <laughs> do I have to watch this movie? Though? Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, wait, it's, should we watch that tonight? I would, no, I would rather watch that feature. tonight. The double feature. No. Okay. No. Okay. So so, Color of joy over so here. there's like there's like these huge waves that are like skyscraper tall okay and they're but they're like pillars of water because the moon the gravity of the moon's like pulling them up right okay. <laughs> and so, so some people from nasa like they're trying to escape nasa and so they, they get on these like three or four helicopters they're like we're gonna fly away we're gonna get out of here and then you see a bird's eye view of the, the helicopters helicopters come off the ground and helicopters just fly immediately into the pillars of water <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm looking back for this. I'm looking back now. Like, what's. Do you know off the top of your head, like, what your favorite bad movie um, viewing was from this year? Oh, from this year? I don't yeah. know. My, no, mine's definitely Moonfall. Um, I have to think through Mine, we will. Uh, it was. Uh, were you there when we watched Mad God? Yeah. That, that was that was probably it for me because I was watching it with you guys and I was yeah. like I got to the end of it and then I processed it for like two days and I was like that's not a good movie no yeah it wasn't and yeah yeah so oh Anyone I do come, but I'm not talking about it on on, on mic I do know what my bad experience is but I'm not gonna talk about it okay okay because I don't want to okay okay and that should be enough oh okay, okay, enough. okay. oh like it, there's there's it's not like. It was a bad movie. It was like a bad experience. No, no, no. The movie was bad. It was, but what, it was You're a bad ashamed experience. That you watched it. I'm ashamed that it was Morbius. That was the movie. That was the <laughs> no, movie. We've already talked about Morbius. Yeah. Yeah. We were trying to kind of like pull it out of her. No, no, no. no, no, no. I was a, no, I don't want to talk about my, like, why, outside of the movie just being awful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, yeah. I, yeah. How I got yeah. to you, You've told us about I, that. Yeah. I know that I at least told you. I don't know if I told yes. you. I'm sorry. Let me, let me give the ending of Moonfall real quick so that Isaac can. The magic of the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you have, this is I, we haven't given this full. There's a fa- there is a fake moon. Hold on, we haven't given spo- the fake you moon. Gotta stop. <laughs> no, but they show it in the trailer. Well, hold I at on. least knew that. Hold much. on. There, we haven't given any, any spoilers for any movies in this episode so far. I don't care if you are worried about Moonfall getting spoiled for you, okay? Because I'm just going to tell you right now because it's a bad movie. The moon is what they call in, in this in this movie. The moon is what they call a superstructure, which is uh, which means it's a giant uh, planet that has been created by aliens out of like 
metal, like it's not organic, mm-hmm. and that is livable inside. Like you go inside what? the movie. So what? The, the movie is okay. So it's like a pokeball. Yeah. But yeah, for, for, aliens. for aliens, and so which I guess Pokemon are uh, anyway. anyway okay, doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So the three the three main characters who are Patrick Wilson, <laughs> Halle Berry, and um whatever Game John of Thrones Bradley. guy, yeah, they <laughs> the moon is like about to hit Earth, okay. like it is so close, okay. and they are the only ones left. Halle Berry was the only one who even worked for NASA in the first place, but now they're all NASA people, sure. and they get in the shuttle and they like they go up to the moon. And they get there, and they're like, "Oh, it is like it's a superstructure." Like, when they go inside, they're in this tunnel, and they go in there, they see it, or whatever. And you're, the whole time, you're like, "Wait, this actually looks good. Like, this is like kind of an intriguing concept mm-hmm. that like could be kind of interesting." But the whole rest of the movie sucks. Yeah. And so they, so they're, now they're in the moon, and then they're trying to get out, but like the alien force or whatever that's inside the moon is preventing, like, is pulling the, pulling it back. And so they're like, one of us has to sacrifice ourselves so the alien can eat the person. And then the other two can like get out and get back to Earth. And so the guy from Game of Thrones, dude, he's like, he has nothing else to live for back on Earth, I guess. But he's cool with it. But he's like, I'm going to sacrifice myself to the moon. And he, he's British. And he, uh, so he launches himself out of the shuttle. And then the AI aliens, like preserve his brain and reproduce him as like a as like an ai in the hive mind that is the aliens and the moon and the movie ends with with uh like his like his dead mother is also there as like a figment of his ai imagination and and he's like yeah and he's like i'm done i'm done i want to hear how this he's like mom he's like mom what do i do now because he's like he's like this whole scene is him standing in a white void like it's just like it's like it's like deathly hallows yeah yeah except there's no dumbledore or train it's just it's just like a white sound stage and he goes mom what do i do now and then his mom's like it's time to get to work and then the movie ends what no i need a sequel uh i've been thinking about something else trying to i've been dissociating ever since walter uh ever since you mentioned pokemon actually reminded me of something checked out really funny that i heard recently have you all seen detective pikachu yes good movie no i haven't good movie i actually like like it it's it's well done yeah the the hey the pokemon in it pretty cute the pokemon have always been cute or terrifying I think, no cute. I think they're cute. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Yeah, like, like some the terrifying of them are ones terrifying. are terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the ones that are cute are cute. Um, <laughs> I randomly heard recently that like when Bill Nye was doing press for that because he's a, he's like one of the corporate characters oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the movie. I forgot. He, they were asking him about like how much he knew about Pokemon. <laughs> Apparently, he was like, "Yes, I've been." <laughs> He's like dead serious. Apparently, he was like, "Yes, I've been reading up on the ancient Mew. Very fascinating." And as if, it's, as if it's a real thing. And apparently, he's like dead serious. And like, it's the funny. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Just him like imagine him just being like, "Yes." The scientists were trying to recreate Mew and ended up it's making a fatal mistake in creating something called Mew the ancient Mew. <laughs> Bill Nye, Bill Nye, like, low-key one of my all-time favorite actors. I kind of... I don't know he acted. What? You said Bill no, Nye? No, not, not different Bill no, Nye. No, not no, Bill no. Nye the science guy. Bill, Bill, I was imagining Bill Nye the science guy the 
last you, you knew time. I met, hey, you, you I knew, knew I met Bill I knew, Nye. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I knew yeah. who you met. I knew exactly Wait, who you met. Bill, Bill Nye is Bill like he's N-I-G-H-Y. What's okay. who is he in? Uh, oh he's my David, gosh! He's this Jones. guy. He's in. Yeah, Emma. he was. He was in he's Harry in, Potter. He was in he Harry was, Potter. He's a as, he takes over as the prime minister. He's a British yeah. acting yeah. legend. Like he's he's he's, he's an actually <laughs> Imagine the, the, the ancient Mew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why Isaac was trying to do that it's voice. Even, it's even funnier now that I know it's the, I know who I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, not a science guy. I'm sorry. Bill, 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 science guy was supposed to be smart. Bill Nye, the science guy. Oh, man. Um, can I, can That's, I, this is the greatest thing can I take y'all on my little, like, TV movie Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll quick. give you, okay, while he's doing that, Olivia, let's think of just one TV show that each of us watched this year. Okay. That we were, like, the, like our favorite one. Okay, okay, I'm gonna read real quick, and again, I'm doing this with a with the caveat that like i have not seen tar i've not seen banshees of air in a sharon or apparently it's in a sharon um whatever Ed I'm, I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm i'm ignorant uh have not seen uh armageddon there's just there there are stuff there are things that i haven't seen there are things that are not out yet um haven't seen knives out haven't seen white noise but this is like what I was able to see fairly easily, either streaming or in theaters I last year. Mentions. And I have had no. So this is twenty one. Okay. I'm comparing okay. twenty one, okay. twenty two. Okay. I'm gonna give a list real quick of my TV. Um, these are things that came out last year: Pig, Licorice Pizza, French Dispatch, Spider-Man: No Way Home, The Green Knight, Empty Man, Dune, West Side Story, Power of the Dog, Tick Tick Boom, Inside. A really good mix of like Minari. Thing, Minari. One. Minari. Um, why is Minari not? I don't know. No, Minari, I count on my 2020 list. Oh, okay. I think that's what it is. That's why it's not there. Summer of Soul, King Richard, uh, Bad Trip. Really good mix of things you could see, like quality, quality things that you could see streaming and then mm-hmm. like go see in theaters. House mm-hmm. of Gucci. I think I already said that. But um, like my, my point between like that and this year was like pound for pound. We were really excited for like Don't Worry Darling. Don't Worry Darling ended up being pretty bad. Very bad. Um, and, then, and then I feel like there were, there were other movies too that were like pretty disappointing. Like the, I would say the black phone spider head, um, Dr. Strange, the Marvel movies didn't hit this year. No. So, so I'm just trying to like, th- this is a very loose case, whatever. I'm not like, it's just a little soapbox. I don't know how sturdy it is, but this is some of the TV that we got this year. Two seasons of Atlanta that are phenomenal. Um, the bear, which is like start on FX and just blew up word, mm-hmm. like word of mouth for TV has been way yeah. other than Top Gun and sure. and everything everywhere has just eclipsed a culture mm-hmm. like TV yeah. has eclipsed movies as far as like popular culture. Sure. Like yeah. the bears, like every, like so many people have watched it. People love it. It got renewed for a second season. It wasn't supposed to. Same thing with White Lotus, mm-hmm. like White Lotus came back. And or Which critics, I, yeah. critics love it. You've been watching it recently. I, so, well, I, 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 okay, so I was for those of you who don't know, I was really sick this week, and that Why was. Why would nice. anyone know that? Well, <laughs> Other than us, I meant, Other than us. I meant for those of you who don't know, meaning I know you two know, <laughs> and really know I was supposed to be this episode. And I, so I had a lot of time. I don't have a lot of time to watch TV usually, but I was like, well, I got nothing else to do. I watched all of Andor this week, so I, I finished. Bro, it. how about the eye, dude? So, oh. how about this scene when he escapes from the 
Forget. The, the, prison, the prison escape oh. was... Well, the prison escape, but then when he's in the ship and he charges his thing and then he destroys the uh, the, uh, the tractor beam. Oh, yes. I rewatched that scene because I was like, that's like the coolest thing I've ever yeah. seen in Star Wars. The, I, I remember when I was... Because everything he's doing, you you know, it's, he's like, oh, he's charging something up. Oh, yeah. he's like, like he's, he's about to do something. Like the, his his whole... like. Stellan Skargar's whole character. Yeah. No, I haven't. Okay. So everything he does is like he knows exactly what he's doing, and it's oh my dude, it's like okay, I don't mean to derail what you were talking about, Isaac, but that show, and I I, t- I was tech- <laughs> I was blowing up our group chat because I had nobody else to talk to. While I was like sick. That show is the most non Star Wars Star Wars thing that they've ever made in the best way. Yeah. Like yeah. there's so many times where like it doesn't even like like this could be any like original sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Someone called show. it spy I think Andy Greenwall on the watch called it spy fi, which I think yeah. is really cool. That, it's like, that's, that's oh, that's like, like yeah, it. it's like espionage really. Yeah. And it but it's <laughs> not that it created like a new sub chapter, subgenre of a uh, Star Wars, where it's like, I must protect this cute little alien. And then, <laughs> or a cute and child. Then, and then Andor is like, fascism is evil and must be destroyed <laughs> with violence. Yeah. Because like, that's like what Andor forced, is. Forced prison labor, like like all of this, like, like it's like your new, your, new, your new hell is like an Amazon factory, like yeah. working in an Amazon yeah, factory. Yeah. <laughs> Which it, it just, it, fair. Like, it is, I, yeah. I've been saying this like forever and I'm. I'm so glad they finally did it. Like we've always needed a darker, more mature Star Wars story yeah, because like, most Star Wars fans are not children anymore. Like they're no. all our age or older. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the first Star Wars came out in the seventies. Like right. <laughs> Star Wars fans are old now, and so yeah. like it is just really cool to see a movie. Or, sorry, a show like that um, where they're not afraid to to get dark with it, mm-hmm. get violent, upsetting, um, and just like just. Oh. Andor was my number five favorite short <laughs> show from this okay. year. Um, but again, like, and, and Endor has like been talked about more. It hasn't been as popular apparently as like Boba Fett was, but Boba Fett was garbage. Um, Heard it was Reservation Dogs season two this year. Yeah, like, so good. y'all really like that one. Yeah. Uh, Flash yeah. is in Trouble is my number eight. Rings of Power, like not a perfect show, but I, it felt like Lord of the Rings to me. And there's the second to last episode, I believe it's episode six or seven is a battle, uh, I need to watch it. battle episode. And it is like. Just really, really good fantasy filmmaking. Like, okay. like, like this. Like, I was just, I was very impressed by it. Um, and then I didn't, I did not like House of the Dragon at all. Uh, really disappointing in it. But um, it was huge for HBO this year, and just kind of reinforcing my argument as far as like popular culture. Like, everybody was talking about White Lotus. Everybody was talking about House of the Dragon. Everybody was talking about the Bear. On. Yeah, like it was it was everywhere. And so so that that's my whole thing from this year is like I just got and part of that is like my own lifestyle changes, like having a kid, it's easier to watch TV. And so I watched a little bit more TV, but I might just like keep like be mentioning that as yeah. we mm-hmm. continue to cover movies is because mm-hmm. like I think TV is experiencing a little bit more flexibility because more people are at home watching TV, obviously, and movies are in a weird place right now where things just aren't succeeding like all the oscar bait dramas mm-hmm. like tar and banshees and armageddon time like did not do well at the box office uh-huh. or i don't think banshees did i know armageddon and tar did not yeah and so there's just like where will long form movies like are they just gonna go straight to streaming like what's literally what's gonna happen to theaters <laughs> right. yeah. like if those movies aren't making as uh like if their bottom line doesn't look like well, yeah so, well and, and part of that too is like like 
I don't even remember what the name of that. There's like a newer Disney animated movie that came out recently that Jake Gyllenhaal is in. Strange World. Yeah. Sta- yeah, yeah. Strange World. Which apparently is good. Which, yeah, is apparently good, but they did not market for it. Like, there was no, like, advertising and, and for it. And Lightyear flopped this year, too. Yeah. Which is really... I forgot that came out this year. Which is so weird. Yeah. It's like, how yeah. did that do badly? Yeah. yeah. Well, and, like, someone said, like, they... Disney rented all these theaters to to show Strange World, and it's going straight to Disney. Like, which, like, we all knew it would go to Disney Plus eventually. Right. But, like, it's going to Disney Plus, like, now. That movie came out around Thanksgiving like it's going to yeah. go to Disney Plus I think within the next as of this recording like maybe a month after it released and that screws over like indie films and like maybe like lesser name like big name films because they can't be shown at those same theaters because Strange World's going to be there right. or it was supposed to be but now they can't so yeah. so just stuff like that like it just makes it hard to release those and yeah, I think that, I mean, kind of what we talked about with, like, Marvel stuff, it's, like, it seems like the the big franchises are really what's bringing people out. But even with that, I feel like that has not been the case this year either. Yeah. Because it, it just... Yeah, yeah. Like, I think about, like, Black Adam, like, that was supposed to be this bad, big, Man. massive... A shift in the yeah. whatever The Rock said about yeah. this movie was gonna be a shift in uh, the the universe or the whatever. Power dynamic. Yeah, yeah, the power dynamic. What did he say? The power dynamic has been rearranged or something uh, like that. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. The, the no. power, the hierarchy has. The hierarchy has changed, whatever. <laughs> but then the hierarchy has changed because DC is doing a whole like t- like revamp of yeah. their their whole entire universe. R.I.P. Henry Cavill. Yeah, that's real sad. Did y'all see that he left The Witcher to focus on Superman? Well, well, yes, but also I think that was more timing. Apparently, he left because they didn't like that he or he didn't like that they were being they weren't they were being faithful to to the source material. Yeah, Yeah. which I was like, hey, good for you. Yeah, he's he's a huge nerd. He is a massive nerd. He's both massive physically and like he (laughs) loves nerd things. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to maybe at least mention that, like just the the James Gunn, because that's kind of that's like huge that's news a really big deal. from yeah. this year. So I would not want that job. Mm-mm. No, and, and anything DC related right now is like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't go near. Can it. you imagine, can you imagine being like getting that job and then just being like, okay, well, it's interesting because he's being like really active on Twitter, mm-hmm. which is like. Didn't work out well for you, so well. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> like, so why are you like replying to everything? Um, but someone pointed out that he's like literally creating so many fires that people like don't know what to be angry about. Like, <laughs> someone's like he's like Trump on Twitter, except for DC, so, which is oh really funny. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I can you imagine being like having to come in? It's like okay, we're just gonna leave Batman. Like Matt Reeves, Batman alone. We're gonna Which leave Todd Phillips to do his thing. What if James Gunn was just like, "Hmm, Todd Phillips' Joker's bad for society. Cancel." <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then having to like get in the same room as The Rock and just be like, Sorry, "Hey, buddy, bro. like you, like you're looking you up to, at him." Yeah, like, hey, you <laughs> need hey. to, you need to back hey, off. <laughs> um, He's blocking out the sun while you're trying to tell him yeah. this. <laughs> Because I don't imagine, I don't know how tall James Gunn is, but there's no way he's a there's tall man. There's nobody as big as The Rock. Is he so. like six four? Yeah, I don't. He's massive. He's giant. There, there was that. Uh, y'all seen that? It wasn't really an interview, but like he and him and Kevin Hart 
Inter- <laughs> they, they interviewed each other as each other. And they're like doing impressions of each other mm-hmm. the whole time. And just first of all, seeing them two together. Yeah. Like, because Kevin Hart is uh, diminutive. Uh, <laughs> Good word. Yeah, man. thank you. Yeah. Him next to the rock. It's like, it's like, it's like a dad and a newborn child, like yeah. the, the size difference. It's also very funny. Y'all should watch it. Like yeah. the the rock doing doing a Kevin Hart impression is, <laughs> and they're laughing so hard the whole time. Oh my gosh, I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna show you after this. It's so good. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, whatever. Anyway, Walter. What is the show? Well, you guys and are gonna be your answer. No, uh, okay. I don't show think, you liked. I don't think it came out this year, but I watched it this year. Midnight Mass. Okay. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Um, oh, there was a bit of Flanagan news that I saw recently. He is ending his Netflix relationship and he's going over to Amazon. Well, he's apparently working on. Um, hold on a second. What is he working on? He oh, was doing an Edgar Allan Poe episode. Oh, this is going to be a long episode. No question. We're already over two hours. Okay, what cool. is he? Wor- he's working on something. I was like, holy cow, really? He's, he's doing a Poe story. Um, no, he's doing oh, yeah. uh, Usher, but he's working on. Yeah, House he's working Usher? on something else. The Dark though. Tower. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is like, I if anyone could do it, I think he could do it. Oh yeah. 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 Um, so that that'll be interesting. I'm less interested in Usher. I don't really. I'm not a big Poe guy. House of Usher was really. Good, I'll watch though. it because it's him. I, yeah, I'll watch it because it's him. I I watched only watched Midnight Club because it was him, yeah. um, and I, I enjoyed it even though I thought it was not just because I know that he can do a lot better. I thought it was like you're not mad, you're just disappointed. Yeah, yeah, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) What was your TV? Uh, I mean, Reservation Dogs was really good. I this came out last year, but I watched it this year. Yellow Jackets. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets season two next year. Yes, absolutely. I do. Oh my gosh. I do for sure. We're gonna do that. Just loved Yellow Jackets. We were like, do you know what Yellow Jackets? Yeah, we like got in bed. Like after after we get done with this, I'm gonna go downstairs and talk about Jess. Um, I mean, you can also join us, but <laughs> Yellow Jackets. So Yellow Jackets was really good. Um, I watched the first season of White Lotus. I have not watched the second season, but the first season you was did. real good. So phenomenal. Did you? So. Uh, did you? I didn't know for the longest time. I was like Mike White. Mike White. Who is this guy? And I was like Ned Schneebly. Yes. I was like blew my mind. I so think cool. I'm the only person outside of maybe my Mike my was, family yeah. that knew had put that together. Yeah. So good for you. Thank you. Um, guys, 2022 has come and gone. Yeah. What a year. It took Happy a long year. time, it, it feels took like. so long. <laughs> yeah. This was like a four-year-long movie. What's... Year, Four-year-long year for me. Yeah. Um, Felt like it. I don't... I won't make it a list, but if there's one TV show or movie or just any... Just anything life-related that you're looking forward to the most in 2023, I want to know what it is. Barbie. I mean, here's Probably, the deal. Honestly, honestly it's Barbie and Oppenheimer, those came out on the same day, and here we, here's I here's some wait. here's some like legit. Um, I I think that these are candidates or very strongly likely to be covered on our podcast. Guardians three, Indy five, uh, Indiana Jones five, Oppenheimer. Spike. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, I was like, I had Indy five written because I didn't want to. <laughs> Write down Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> Even though James Mangold, my boy, making it. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, my woman, oh, yeah. is in it. So excited. Uh, Oppenheimer, Spider-Verse 2, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. Probably my favorite trailer mm. of the year. I got so excited when I watched it. Oh my gosh. 
uh, Barbie, Doom 2, The Bike Riders, the new movie from Jeff Nichols, oh, yeah, with yeah, yeah. Austin Butler and Jodie Comer and Norman Reedus and mm-hmm. Michael Shannon. Yeah, it's we a We're 1,000% covering that. I'm so excited. Knock at the Cabin, the new and I shovel up. Yeah. Did you see the trailer? Yeah, it looks insane. It looks insane. I haven't seen it. Cocaine Bear. We're covering it. I'm no not. question. Oh, no question on. about it. No. Come on. I, I, I can. You talked about Moonfall <laughs> for <Yeah>. 30 <laughs> minutes, Walter. And you're a better man for it. <laughs> I went to a sensory deprivation chamber. <laughs> I. Here's, no. Where did you find one at this hour? Huh? Where did you find one at this time? Actually, so the sensory depri- deprivation chamber makes it a really important, it has an important role in the final episode of Atlanta with Lakeith Stanfield. So of Stranger a little, a little Things. Teaser. Huh? Of Stranger Things. Stranger Things? What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a great reference. Uh, 11, in, in the show Stranger Things on Netflix. Uh, okay. How'd you, you know get in the sensory deprivation it? chamber? Oh. I feel like I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I, okay, so listen. Cocaine Bear to me just feels like the most like 2008 type humor. Like, like oh, do you want the bears on cocaine? Whoa! Oh, here's again, the thing I'm though. Bring it back to Moonfall. Here's here's the thing though. <laughs> Moonfall is not 2008. For the listener, Walter just held oh up his gosh. hand and just missed oh my gosh. I just want to talk. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Sorry, Olivia. Oh, What'd you say? It's fine. I'm just so mad that he's like. <laughs> Here's the thing though. He's about about cocaine bear. Yes, thank you. We're on the same team. We're coming. Here's at the thing you. about cocaine bear. Well, whatever happens in the movie is, is probably not actually at all what happened. There was a legitimate bear, that guy, that got super high off cocaine because sure. a, it like basically like how it happens in the trailer, like it they had like ditched the cocaine out of an airplane and threw it in the middle of wherever they are. I don't even know where they are. I think it was, was it Arkansas? It wasn't Arkansas. Surely no, it wasn't Arkansas. I don't think so. But anyway, it doesn't matter. But a bear did get high as hell. It really happened. And you know who's directing I it? You. I don't care who's directing it, but who's directing you it? You should direct. Uh, you should. You should direct. <laughs> I'm, not, it. I'm not directing that. Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. I can see her. Like, you, she had to have been high whenever she was like, sure. I'm going to direct that. <laughs> she she did Just a line like, of like, cocaine yeah, and she was like, she I'm going to do it. She had a blood. I'm going like, to do it. I'm doing it. Give me that. Um, cocaine Bear. You know what would be hilarious? And I'm calling it now. Not Tell cocaine me. bear. Um, no, Mom. this is still. We're still on cocaine. You you made us listen to you talk about Moonfall for an Let hour, so we Move can on. talk about cocaine bear for three more seconds. Every time he brings up how I talked about Moonfall, you notice the length of time that I apparently talked about Moonfall gets longer. I get Moonfall against you. Moving it's like forward. Walter talking about Moonfall for like three hours. That was the entire podcast. It gets longer, like I keep exaggerating. Um, the thing about cocaine bear is like I'm calling it now. And if she, if Elizabeth Banks is smart, she'll do this too. She's like, uh, she knows, of course, none of this happened, but I'm going to make it. It's like, it's like a scary movie or like a thriller where it's like they're escaping the bear and people get eaten and there's a final girl or a final couple or whatever. But then at the end, they like make it out and then it's like the end or whatever. But then they're like, actually, this is just what happened. The bear got high, it ran around, and then it passed out, and they caught the bear. But this was way like, more fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, if, they, if, they, if she did something like that, I would like give it a 10 out of 10. Here's the thing. Five out of five. What if, hear me out, what if at the end, the Bellas from Pitch Perfect show up, and they just start singing <laughs> acapella? And they try to, they try to like use their power to, to... To stop the cocaine bear. And then they 
do stop the bear or they get eaten? I think they get eaten, but, but it but tuckers still, them out. Well, no, it's still your twist, Isaac. On yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I think yeah. we should do both of that. Like it gets crazier yeah. and crazier. Right, and, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. And, um, then, and then you bust into another studio in Hollywood, like the end of Blazing Saddles, and there's a huge, like, huge brawl. You can't fire us. We, you, we work for Mel Brooks. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks shows up at the end. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah, fire yeah. me. Yeah. I work for Banks. I'm Elizabeth Banks. I, I work for movie. Mel Brooks. And then uh, I don't know if we mentioned, I think I mentioned this before we started recording, but apparently there's a sequel to Chicken Run yeah. slated for release next year. And I think that was Ardman. Ardman did that. I don't sure. know who did that. Ardman, Wal- did y'all watch Wallace and Gromit? Yes. Yeah, it's been a long oh, time. I love Wallace and Gromit. Um, anyway, uh, here's some TV, I think. Well, I guess. No, those are the movies. We're going to keep it to movies and talk about some potential TV things we may cover yeah. off mic. Um, yeah. I have to pee so bad. I do too. Yeah. I have to pee so let's, bad. Let's, let's, wrap, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> I've had to pee for like an hour. <laughs> That's what's gonna I make pace myself pretty episode. well. Usually, I have to go really bad by this time too, but I don't. So I really love that. That's how we're gonna end this that's episode. That's what I'm saying. Like, talking about going to the bathroom. Otherwise, we, we, know, we could like just hours. end yeah. the episode with Top Gun. <laughs> no, <laughs> for real, I want you to put it. All right, in right Lady Gaga. the so gun. I'll put them all in there. Great. At the Sweet. same time. Um, thank you for listening. This has been a great year. We're really excited for next year. Uh, whatever. The uh, mouse house and the economy um, and market forces throw our way in terms of entertainment, TV and movies. We're excited to talk about it more with you and Olivia and Walter. It's been a great year. It's been so, great. I'm, I'm really say, glad we got to do this episode in person. Dude, it's been so much fun. And I, uh, we didn't talk about this on like an episode last year, but we had like a, like a, a team meeting at the end of last year or maybe mm-hmm. beginning of last year of this year to like plan and whatever. And one of my goals for, for us was to have at least one in-person podcast mm-hmm. this year. Guess and what? we, we put it off to the very last minute, but we but got, we it. did it. We, we did, did it. it. We did it. Yeah. With uh two weeks to spare. That's, That's right. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, I mean, we're ahead of the curve there. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah, so, even later. So I'm, yeah. just, I'm glad. I'm just glad we did it. It's been, oh, it's been good. Mm-hmm. That's been good. It's been real fun. It's been, it's been great. Thank you for listening. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rate, review, and subscribe, and share this with anyone who uh, is interested in their in our recap. Uh, I don't know why that would be, but um, and. Oh, well, leave us a leave us a review on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. That helps us out a lot. Thank you so much. Yeah. And we will see you in 23. No idea what our first episode of 23 is going to be. So we'll, we'll figure it out. But follow us after on this. Instagram. We'll have something pretty soon. And so we'll, we'll, we'll post some updates on Instagram. We'll post pictures of us tonight. Yeah. On the Instagram. Yeah. Yep. We yeah. took some great pictures. Yeah. Walter did. And Morgan. And Morgan. Yeah, Morgan took the one picture of all of us. So, shout all right. out. Shout and out. then, can you put the gong right here? Yeah, we have to put one right, right there. Okay. There <laughs>